I'm the target of a meat missile going 150 miles an hour plus. That got really <laughs> exciting all of a sudden. I'm doing canopy safety. Um, I drive like an Asian, so I don't know if it's the most appropriate thing ever. I'm killing it. Utah, give me two. You're listening to Gravity Lab Radio, hosted by DJ Marvin and Nicholas Lott. Produced by Justin Grubbs. Have we talked about skydiving the whole time? When I say are we live, that's what I usually mean. Okay. Oh, I would mean Facebook Live, so yeah. we have two different meanings to that question. And yeah. really, if you think about one's recording and one's live, it yeah. would make more sense. I mean, if, if something's recorded, we can delete that, right? <laughs> yeah. If yeah. something goes out Should on Facebook... Should we just have one button? We should, but we have but, four. But we have four. We have two computers <laughs> with three separate programs making it all work. DJ, get on it. Uh, just because I'm Asian does not mean I understand computers. You say I have what? A small penis. Oh, <laughs> oh, computers and small penis. That's great. Man, I can't do math. Not all stereotypes See, like are if, true. If right now you realize that your sister or parents were listening and you wanted to, oh, you oh, could you could not uh, you could r- delete that from the recorded version. But if they're listening live, they, they already know. they heard it. Yep. Yeah, they know. They probably already know already. Yeah. Like, they, anyway, they, you know what the, the <laughs> they raised facts you. Exist or? Yes. man. Yeah. They raised you. Yeah. I'm sad. There's probably pictures. Mr. Adam Buckner, welcome to the show. Hi. How long has it been since you were here the last time? Two years and has a few months. Two years already? Man. Two man. years. Time really runs together in this room, does it not? I know. It's the, we've broken the spot, uh, yeah. the time-space continuum. I would have guessed a year, but I would, a year? I would not have guessed two. Hmm. Well, we've made a few trips down here, so maybe that kind of jostles the... The line. Yeah, I can see that. It was before PIA, and PIA was February of 19. I thought it was like April. Was it after PIA? I think so. Well, then I'm wrong. You don't know anything. Uh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back regardless. Oh, thank you I, much. I wanted to uh, address you as a person before we got into talking uh, about your lovely new cat. Oh, <laughs> that's well. right. Thank you so much. Uh, does this cat have a name? Jack-Jack, because he is... Just so wonderful, you have to say his name twice. Like okay. from The Incredibles? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that movie. Oh, yeah. I just watched it this week, this last week. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh He's God. such a jock. He just uh. kind of, uh-huh, okay, I pay for each ball. You know, he's just not very sweet. He, he's the dumb athletic sort? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Does he run into a lot of things? Um, Actually, yeah. Uh, he runs all over the house and slides on the hardwood floors into walls. And let's say he jumped off the table and mm. landed on the floor. Is there a loud noise? Is he is he swift? Thud. Thud. Okay. Thud. Yeah, that's his middle name. <laughs> Jack Jack Thud. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that rolls off the McGregor. Yeah. You know, Sounds like throw, a game. You know, <laughs> Jefe Fernandez de la O Junior. You know, it sounds just, regal. Yes, sophisticated. Yes, he should have several names. How did you come across this uh, this feline? Uh, Angie went and went to PetSmart and saw the the adoption cats, and she just wanted. She just fell in love with him. Jack Jack was the guy, huh? Well, and then we got another one at the same time, and that's Miss Moneypenny. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, a little James Bond throwback there. Are they in love? These two cats. <clears throat> love and war. They, they little, came, love and hate. They yeah. came into the house at the same time. Yep. So neither has like home court advantage, really. No, but the other two cats, one didn't want to have anything to do with either one of them. He spent twenty four seven just growling. Just he was he was mad. 
He was jealous. Uh, he's extremely codependent to my wife. So was this the you, you had two cats before you added these new two? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's is, amazing. Is this the the first cat, the cat you've had the longest? Is the jealous one? Yes, and he he thinks he's all that, but he's really not. He's Siamese, and I don't know. Si- he's like the the typical um, really lithe, you know, the um, hundred one Dalmatians type cat. He's very small head, so you know probably doesn't have a whole lot of brains in there. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, what size hat do you wear? <laughs> hey, this is—I knew it was coming. It's a medium large, I bet. Have you seen my head? It's like an orange on a toothpick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I stole that directly from. Uh, do you guys know what movie that's from? No, but I like it. Paper now. It's Mike Myers yelling at this little redheaded kid. Uh, from what movie? Uh, well, I know the title, but I want to give clues to get you to guess. Oh, it. give me the hint that you uh, said. So, uh, Mike Myers is uh, is okay. the main character, and he is also playing this old man who's also it's probably his dad in the movie. Uh, there's a beautiful woman who might be a murderer in the movie. Oh, so I married. Uh, so I married. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. Yeah, the, and the the dad is yelling at the 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 little the kid, the redheaded Afro kid. Calls I him n- head. I never watched the movie. Ah, oh, well, I need to watch this movie. I guess you're on. It's like an orange on a toothpick. <laughs> That's a good accent, too. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's no score, it's crap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Uh, I'm curious as to why you added two cats at once. I, I'm, I'm the, the, the Siamese snob, so Miss Moneypenny is a Lynx Point Siamese, and she needed to be rescued. Lynx too. Point Siamese. That's yeah, it looks like beautiful. a... Beautiful. Uh, you rescued her from, from the breeder, I bet. Mm, no, from the... <laughs> <laughs> uh, from uh, Dr. No. Um, no, she uh, looks like a bobcat, small bobcat with a, with a long tail, pink nose, stripes... Blue eyes. Oh, my friend has one of these. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Oh, they're so cute. She's still scared of her own shadow, but, you know, that's okay. Remind me the name of this breed, please. Lynx Point Siamese. They're pretty. It's not, I, I, I had no clue what to expect, but I did not expect this. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Do you guys have any other pets? Just the four cats. So who's the cat person? You, is do you always I know the weather? I started off the the as the cat person. <laughs> Angie was a dog person, but she's been converted. Convert them all. Yes. You don't like cats <laughs> initially either, do you? No. Uh, so when I was a kid, my family owned a pet store. We had lots of animals around all the time. My sister, you probably I've probably told you, my sister still breeds hedgehogs. She probably yeah. has sixty to to a hundred hedgehogs in it's her house at any given moment. Yeah. We bred ferrets. We bred. Wait a second. My, mo- my mom has a fresh litter of puppies right now. I I would remember hedgehogs. Um, Prickle, holy cow! Prickle Farms on uh, on Instagram. I totally remember you saying that because it's totally a thing. Like people yeah, love their thing. hedgehogs and they like pose with like things with them. Yep, it's, it's, wow. a, it's a thing. So uh, we had a lot of animals. As, when I was a kid, I was super into reptiles. So I always had a snake or a turtle or a lizard or whatever. And then uh, as I got a little older, we didn't own the pet store anymore. And we just had dogs. And we would breed small dogs, Shih Tzus mostly. And so I have a huge soft spot in my heart for tiny little stupid frou-frou dogs that just yap and serve no uh, functional purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love those dogs. Yappy type dogs. But uh, I realize how, you know, they're just... 
evolutionarily pointless, those those dogs, other than uh, to maybe be a good companion to one person that doesn't yap at. Yeah. So I've become less attached to the idea of a dog, and I don't think I have the time to dedicate to a dog, but the cats... Well, cat number one came with a girlfriend, right? Mm. <laughs> so D- you're tolerating. Well... It, at first, it was a it was a battle. We were not friends. He attacked friends. me a lot. Okay. I did some t- stuff that I'm not proud of that I know DJ's <laughs> laughing about right now that he's asking Throwing me to tell the story. The cat. On, on I, the I don't ever expect no. you to tell it. No. <laughs> Anything no. having to do with a dryer moving. Nope. Nope. Way more uh, instinctual than that. Oh, my um, gosh. <laughs> okay, so this reminds me <laughs> of... This reminds me of a but story. Primal, one might say. So my friend... Um, he had a similar situation and um, he thought that like the cat was like, com- like didn't like him that like he needed to prove something to the cat. So he pooped in the cat's litter box. <laughs> Homeboy. What's this guy's name? We are friends uh, right away. I admire the um, ingenuity. It's a good move, man. That's a that's a serious mental tactic. Yeah. Because he is going to mess that cat's day up. <laughs> DJ is, we broke DJ very thoroughly. <laughs> that's because he saw it in his head and he went, oh my like, God. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, squatting over the litter box, a grown man, it's a oh, funny, yeah. that's a funny Oh, there's a visual for you. Yeah. Do, do you think he pooped right into the litter box or do you think I, he yeah no but i you think dj like has thought about it that's poop. why he's laughing so hard <laughs> he's trying to figure it out i mean this is gonna get weird and graphic but often pooping and peeing happen at the same time sure i'm just wondering if he also happened <laughs> to pee himself <laughs> i don't think like, you told me that, that part was that part of the sacrifice to poop in the litter box or was he able to hold it maybe well, this peed. went south he now may, did it he may have peed first maybe he planned ahead i don't yeah, know yeah maybe. yeah then he just maybe. was like i'm going to the litter box <laughs> come on back dj so breathe bottle. breathe gatorade bottle Wait, he pooped in the Gatorade bottle? <laughs> oh, that's no. A, that's okay. a trucker trick right there. He's holding the Gatorade bottle just in case so we can oh pee into God. that bottle if it happened. I get what you're saying. Now I get it. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, uh, Elsa, so Elsa, Elsa, Elsa. Well, that, okay. So I have cool friends. So, you know. I'll bet you do. part of it. Okay. <laughs> How is... My buddy pooped in a cat's litter box. I got cool friends. That's, dude, I think <laughs> it's true. Okay. Eccentric friends. Welcome to Friday Junior. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah, DJ learned that one today. Uh, did you know that's a term, Friday Junior? No. Mm. I see we're old. Yeah. Mm. My yeah. sister taught me. No cat. She's four years younger than me. So. I thought you were saying she's four. <laughs> At least she we're still learning. Hold on. She knows that she's four. <laughs> <laughs> we don't make jokes about your age, and I don't actually know how old you are. Just tell me how old your sister is. 29. Oh my gosh, you're so old. I am so old. So your 28-year-old sister told you about Friday Junior. Yeah. And what is Friday, Friday Junior? Friday Junior is Thursday. Today? Mm-hmm. It's, it's Friday a, Junior. That's the stupidest thing. thing I've ever heard. I know. I thought it was silly, too. I love it's it. it's a thing. <laughs> Amongst who? Because I was like, oh, are you saying like, you're calling your buddy junior like as in like it's friday junior like you're, i don't know but it's just it's a no, term, it's, of, it's, term it's, of endearment do, do many junior. people go out on thursday maybe yeah i always thought like that happy like hours ladies or? night at the bars was on thursday yeah maybe. that's probably because no one wants to go to the bar on thursday so if they get a bunch of ladies there for free uh-huh. now dudes show up at the bar mm-hmm that's a good point i think that works that sounds like a tactic that does not sound like friday junior that's mm-hmm. a tactic i like friday junior 
I'm remember, also 67. Remember eight seconds ago when we were still friends? No, I actually don't remember the last part of that <laughs> sentence. Still, for like friends. Uh, I don't know where we're going with any of this. Oh, I, I, yes. I, I was going to talk about that cat and how we hated each other. Mm. And uh, that's where I was not a cat person at all. We were mortal enemies. We fought a lot. I did some stuff to the cat. <laughs> DJ's really happy about it. Um, but then we became friends after like four years of knowing each other. And okay. uh, three of those, I think we lived together in the same place. And then uh, he started preferring... You had a, a, an epiphany. No, not really. He just started not attacking me anymore. Okay. Like well. I, I was, I think we maybe went back and forth between sometimes he was ready to have a truce and I wasn't ready. Oh, okay. And then the opposite of sometimes I just wanted it to be over and he, you know, the battle would continue. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so we've gotten along for long enough that we were buddies and I started feeling bad for him that he was alone all day by himself. I was like, dude, you must be bored out of your mind. That's so sad. You're here all by yourself. Cause we'll I get you a friend. I had never empathized with the cat because I hated his guts. Okay. But, but then he started preferring me to my, to Sam, my girlfriend. He would mm. cuddle with me instead and would get excited when I showed up and not when she showed up. Uh-huh. And I was like, dude, what's up? We're buddies. So I got to get you. I got to get you someone to fill in while I'm not around. <laughs> and uh, Brockton, uh, a, fr- a friend of ours who was here, uh, he was working for the drop zone, worked for the tunnel for a long time. Yep. He had taken in a stray cat and the cat was pregnant when he took it in. He didn't know that. So he en- ended up with uh, that cat and three kittens. And uh, he was looking, he was going to give away all of the kittens and he ended up only giving one to me. I think after that broke his heart, he didn't give any of the other cats away. But my girlfriend was watching his, uh, I think it was his Snapchat or something where he was posting pictures and videos of these adorable little cats. And she said, oh, they're the cutest thing. You know, being a girl. Mm. And uh, DJ's good at that. And he's got those sexy legs. (laughs) <laughs> that's what Ben Nelson just said. Damn, that's a lot of pasty white shaved man legs going on tonight. <laughs> that is. Well, we all went for shorts. Wow. Dude, that's a great observation. <laughs> like three hairless cats. <laughs> they're, they're not Me and my shaved. Scottish calves. I'm Asian. We are a hairless breed. <laughs> the fact that I can grow a beard is very odd. I think it's like the Arab side of me or something. Uh, but no, Asians, dude. I, there's hair. It's peach fuzz, I swear. I guess you all have very minimal men hair legs. I yeah. don't know. No, Nick shaves. <laughs> well, you know what's funny? I shaved this one and not this one. You forgot? Or I mean, this the, one, this the one, the tattoo hides the hair, so it, it yeah. bothers me less. That makes sense. Well, I'm and just jealous because these guys can actually grow beards and mustaches. I've, I've got a summer beard. Yeah. <laughs> summer here and summer <laughs> here and summer here. And no, it, I, I look like I just got in a fight with a blender if I try to mm. grow anything. Yep. I'm just a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little boy. I mean, at least you're a normal height for a person. True. I, I, I lucked out in the beard department, but <laughs> boy, did I end up tiny. Yeah, that's all right. You got a good beard, DJ. Uh, it's it's called lazy shaving. Yeah, it's who wants really to shave every day? How do you do that? Is. What do you? Do? Well, it's every a summer beard. You do your hair and everything. You do the whole thing. No, just just uh, shave better every other day. Yeah. I so one day scruffy, one day clean. You know. I can't say it anymore because I'm shaving my head every two to three days now. Um, I just, lot, it's actually a lot easier said than done. Shave it in the shower; it's really quick. It's really easy. So I just I, the beard hides the ugly. It's really the the motivation. Mm. It's working great. <laughs> Thank you. You good look, o- good you on look you, wonderful. DJ. Thank you. I I stare at the mirror frequently. 
So you got you guys have two cats here. We do. And those were before the, the two dogs, correct? Uh, Ralph was the first cat in the house. Uh, kind of like, uh, what do you call the second cat? What's the name of the second cat? Your cat? Your cat. Kevin. Kevin, okay, cool. Kevin the I third, in fact. I was wondering if you kept the name Kevin. All three yep. kittens were named Kevin. The okay. Kevins. So what, which cat do you want? Kevin. Well, which Kevin? Kevin the third. Well, all the girls said that the Kevin that I took home was the cutest one. Hmm. And I didn't know if the cats were going to get along because cats can be that way. Just, yeah. So I took the cutest one as strategy. It would be the easiest one to rehome in the event that it didn't work out with, uh, with uh, okay, so Milo's other cat. Yeah. And uh, it's No Swear September, and I've been doing a pretty good job. I don't know if I've sworn on the show since No Swear, no Swear September has started. But I'm quoting someone, so I'm going to say this is fine. <laughs> I walked up to the house with the cat, with Kevin the third, and he was meowing because he's a terrified little kitten who's just been taken away from his family for the first time. And Sam hears the meow and, and looks out the window, and I hear her say, What the fuck? <laughs> 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 for this, this adorable little kitten that she had been begging me to bring home, that she pretended to not understand what was going on. Of like, hey, stupid, I just surprised you with an adorable kitten. Can you be excited for a second? She's like, nope. And uh, now her, and, with me, her and Kevin are best friends. He sleeps on top of her, often on top of her face every single night. That's and uh, he's a really sweet little cat. He's so sweet that I hate him. He's so sweet it's obnoxious. Get away from me. Why do cats sleep? Uh, Peter sleeps on Valerie's face. Yeah, why do they do that? Is that I a territorial no thing? Like Jack-Jack sleeps on Angie's head. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. Why do they do I, that? I, I don't get it, man. It's... The cat will wake Val up because uh, Peter will put his nose right up to Valerie and just rubbing his nose against her nose and sniffing at the same time. And the noise wakes her up with a cold, wet nose in her face. Yeah. Um, we got Ralph, the first cat, kind of like you guys, or like Kevin. Uh, Hank and Cheryl took in a stray cat that was having litter of kittens that had been abandoned there. Yeah. At the drops when they lived in the RV park. And I just took one of the kittens home to say, well, we'll try it. We both have had problems with cats. Uh, we both have allergies with cats. Um, I just came back home from vacation. I took no allergy medicine the entire time and wasn't worried. It was great. Had a good time. Got back home, and after the first two days, I thought, like, dude, I, I might have coronavirus. I'm starting to get drainage. I'm starting to cough a lot. I'm starting to have all these issues. And I, my mom calls me asking me about the tropical storm here, and she's like, I'm, like, oh, I'm good. She's like, you sound sick. Are you sick? I'm like, no, I feel okay, but I mean, I'm, I'm feeling a little sluggish. And my chest, she goes, is it your allergies? Ping. Start taking allergy medicine again. And I was like, hey, I can breathe. I'm not coughing anymore. Um, so I, we're allergic to cats, but we were told if you get them as a kitten, maybe you'll grow into the dander. Maybe you'll be used to them. Maybe you'll be okay. And we tried it with Ralph, and we survived. She has to take uh, prescription medication every day to actually have cats. So she loves the cats a lot. Um, <laughs> the yeah. sacrifices you have to make. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and we've taken the choice, like, hey, we can get rid of the cats and take less medicine, spend a lot less money because we bought bills on the cats. But no, they they do pretty good. They get along. Yeah. So I do everything for my cats. It's kind of ridiculous. See, it makes they sense to me. me that like a young single lady like yourself <clears throat> should have cats. I don't know why that seems fitting yeah. to me. That this, these three adult men on the other side <laughs> of the room that we all have multiple cats in our life seems weird. I know. I almost want to get another one, but I think three is way too many for so one yeah, girl. Yeah, you're a crazy cat lady. That's you. <laughs> yeah, that would be bad. That's, that what about very sharing? Hmm? <laughs> because I'm kind of jealous. You have four cats, but it's I guess like, like with the ratio of the people in the house, then it works. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Well, uh, 
Tyler, Angie, and myself. Yeah. So, so yeah. three people, four cats, I get it. One, mm-hmm. one person, two cats, that's good. But when but you see a, a single man living with many cats, what do you think? Mm. Run. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Buy a new pair of Nikes. <laughs> exactly. Run. He must love his mother. <laughs> that's what I think. Uh, we have two cats, two dogs, so we do have kind of an excessive number based on your formula. Yeah. So, well, I mean, a third cat. One people. each. I think I their know. cat's legit because at this point, if a dude's going to put up with that kind of crazy, you know, put up with the rest of your crazy too. Mm-hmm. Might be a good litmus test for, yeah, for a dude's crazy mm-hmm. limit. No, I would never <laughs> try with like a bunch of cats. No. Yeah, you guys <laughs> wouldn't do the Brady Bunch with cats? You take your three cats and his three cats? Here's a story. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, yeah. no, that would be bad. Oh, so you wouldn't date someone... In your same situation, that's what you're telling me. I have two cats. I don't have. Three, oh, you have two. So I just have. two. Okay. I'm what about dude? Dude with two way. cats. Um, maybe. maybe it would just be so many cats. Okay, if you're we at moved dinner. In. First, first date. You're at dinner. You say, "Oh, I have a cat." And you say, "Oh, I've got cats." And then he spends an hour showing you pictures of his cats wearing Halloween costumes. Uh uh-uh. nope. uh. No, turn off. Not gonna for happen because sure. I would never put my cats in costumes. I'll put them in a harness and I'll go walk them around because I want them to be adventure kitties. But <laughs> want them? <laughs> my mom. To be my mom is the kitty. My mom is the crazy lady who walks her cats. Yes, I want to do that. Uh-huh. I want to travel with my cat. What a drag! <laughs> uh, I couldn't. That I was, couldn't resist. That was perfect. That's it was so timing. Timing. Yes. We have harnesses for our cats, and we intend to practice walking them. It's. Part of that, like, hey, there's a flood coming to Houston. We need to evacuate our house. We have harnesses and containers for all our pets to, to bug out. And so we have harnesses for the cats. And never even try. I don't want to try to put a harness on Ralph. That's just not sound like a good time. Yeah, he's going to be mean about it. Mm-hmm. I think I can get away with it. Yeah, I mean, you could get it on him before he understands what's happening. I, I don't doubt that. Who lives with three chihuahuas? Ben Nelson. <laughs> ben, that's how he asked. Oh, boy. <laughs> yes. What, what does Nick think about that? What do I think about a man who lives with three chihuahuas? Yes. God, sex machine. Have you? Not, yeah. I would right. make love to any part of his body that he would allow me to. With the three chihuahuas? Like they, no, in the same room? They're going to the watch. They're, yeah. They have to watch. Yeah. They couldn't look away. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> ben. Ben. It's never going to work between us, okay? No, Ben. I know your secret. He's married to the Chihuahuas. Oh they have a secret, long-standing relationship that I would never uh, dare to come in between Ben and. and uh, what's the churro? Is that the new one? Three churro, chihuahuas. churro, queso, Maxi. and Maxi. Yeah, Maxi queso churro. Yeah. Is Maxi a Mexican name for something? Because he got churro and he got Maxi first. Oh, okay. Maxi queso churro is the order. So. Okay, so churro and queso, but what happened to Maxie? <laughs> I think she was just before that was a tradition. I, I named churro, so that's what happened with that mixed up name. Yeah, like, but it's, it's so funny. You wouldn't think of Ben as someone who has like a strong relationship with tiny dogs. Oh, no, my God. That's but bizarre. he loves them so much. He, okay. Come on, come on, dogs. Oh, no. yeah. He is <laughs> he's a different human being around those animals. He is soft. He is gentle. He is kind. He is loving. Um, all the things that Ben Nelson is not, when those dogs are around, he is. I love you, Ben Nelson. That's, no, why, I don't. that's why animals are just yeah, the best. Do. No, you don't. They, uh, they yeah. bring out the good in everyone. You know? Dude, it's, uh, dogs are the best people <laughs> ever. I, I love my cats, too. Um, I'm with Nick on the low-maintenance side. I think maybe you said, too, dogs are low ma- or cats are low-maintenance. 
Um, at times I hate my dogs, but uh, I absolutely love them, man. They're they're re- uh, scrappy as my my football guy. Hey, I have a bad day. Mm-hmm. But he is the dumb dog, man. I love him <laughs> to death. He's so dumb. Um, dude, nice jersey you're wearing there, by the way. Thank you, look, thank you, thank you. Look like a light a uh, roll of lifesavers from 1980. Uh, you know, <laughs> a, a green and blue suits me. Uh, man, so uh, the, first of all, the colors. Why the colors on that jersey? Well, actually, my my new canopy that I still have sitting in a box that I haven't been able to put into a container is these colors. So uh, when was the last time you made a skydive? That would be December, almost two years ago. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say December of last year. No. It's been... Uh Last year and in this year, obviously, have been interesting, uh, in in good ways, but mostly not so good ways. It's been uh, a challenging time for. It sure has. Uh, lost my mom to cancer last year, uh, and that was. Uh, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. That's a rough one. Yeah. Yep. But learned a lot. Um, grew a lot and uh you know i miss her you know she was she was a force so uh that's kind of the catalyst for what we're doing with jump for the rose is that's kind of one of my passion points mm-hmm. uh so yeah if you since you're you're in the know and all that we're option studios is doing a lot of uh of the behind the scenes work for jump for the rose for Marion sparks this year. Uh, it's a lot of fun cause we've taken our sponsored athletes that are going to be doing a lot of organizing and, and that sort of thing for the event to make it not just a, a weekend thing, but more of a boogie and raise some money and, and for the rose. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, it kind of hits me in the right spot because, um, uh, the Rose isn't, you know, a research facility or anything like that. It's specifically designed to help people who can't afford cancer treatment. And so, you know, my mom was uh, lucky that she could, you know, afford the the chemo and, and all that sort of thing. But there's a lot of folks, both men and women, that can't. And that's where uh, the Rose comes in and, and gets them the treatment that they, that they need to battle on i it's uh the rose i just a little bit clear a little make just i want to talk a little bit about the rose just for one second because i've had actually a few friends now who've mm-hmm. been treated and cured by the rose so they're a nonprofit breast cancer treatment center right um if you don't have insurance if you uh don't have medical if you can't afford it it doesn't matter they're there for women to uh help them with breast cancer I have had multiple friends diagnosed with breast cancer and cured of breast and treated and cured of breast cancer through the Rose. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have insurance as a woman and you go to the Rose, this is a Houston-based organization, so I know a lot of Houstonians do listen. Um, your insurance helps pay for not only yours, but it helps uh, uh, for other women's mammograms. So it's, it's right. a really good cause. Uh, Marion Sparks is my first friend that I knew of who was helped by the Rose. Marion mm-hmm. had, had been on the show before. And she started a, 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 a organization, organization called Jump for the Rose. Right. She said, you guys gave me my life back. You, you, you uh, treated me for breast cancer. I'm going to pay it back because I couldn't afford the medical bills. 
and uh, and um, oh my gosh, I'm trying to think of uh, Dorothy. Uh, Doc Dorothy, she uh, appreciated that, but she hears it all the time, and I'm sure she wrote it off as like, I, I know you intend to do that and say that, but You're not that's what we're that. here for, right? Right. And Marion has, through Jump for the Rose, uh, raised back multiple times what she was given. Yeah. And so uh, this boogie, this event, is to raise money to go directly for the Rose. Uh, it's really cool. Their whole board of directors is a non-paid uh, uh, Jump for the Rose. They're, they're non-paid uh, volunteers. Um, the work I'm you're doing, I'm positive is volunteer. I don't know that for sure, yeah. but uh, uh, getting uh, Tyler and Wit to help with organizing is something I I help tie together, and they're they're doing it for free. And so all these people are giving back their time and services just to help. Right. Um, and Scotty Latinus is going to be doing coaching. Who? Is Scott Latinus? Who? No, that guy. <laughs> I'm kidding, Scott. No, I love Scott. Um, so you know, all all disciplines. It's going to be great. Yeah. Um, they've got a lot of really cool raffles. Um, one really cool raffle. Nick, you have a new altimeter. Oh, yeah, I do. I, am, I, am I even allowed to tell people about that? No, you're not. Okay. So I'm going to tell you this, though. This is super cool. I, I love this because no, I, I, I almost posted a picture of it today if, because I was so happy about it. But then I was like, ah, maybe I can In a picture, I don't mind, but if it's a picture of it. Um, so, man. Yeah, it would be a picture of it because I'm excited. Totally wrecking everything. Uh, if you happen to notice Nick Lott's altimeter on his wrist, Jump for the Rose has gotten an exclusive set of altimeters for Jump for the Rose raffle. Um, They're going to release a picture sometime soon. They're going to tell you what it is sometime soon, but these are made specifically for that. Um, Nick Lott happened to get one as well and uh, one other friend of ours. So uh, you can win a pretty, pretty cool, very exclusive Jump for the Rose uh, branded, or not branded, but uh, um, themed altimeter. Right. And then PD's in there. They're doing the canopy again, aren't They're they? They're doing a canopy. Yeah, yeah. Saber Three. Saber Three. Mm-hmm. And she's got a lot of uh, a lot of people on her side. It's really good to see her get as much support as she can and uh, and do as much as she can with it. I can. I mean, she's raised what over two hundred thousand, something like that. Probably more, I think. That's the la- That was the last milestone that I remember hearing that, that really stood out. Hi, Marion. Hi, Marion. But uh, yeah, she does uh, does a great job, and it's a, usually a really fun event. And uh, what do you know the dates this year? Weekend seventeenth, seventeenth, eighteenth, October seventeenth, eighteenth. I think she she had some uh, thoughts about not doing an, a, an actual event this year, just with the whole COVID situation. And I think it really the COVID bit did not do anything for her enthusiasm this year, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's so. Hard. You know, she asked us to to help her out, and so we kind of took the reins and and we did a, a special commemorative uh, jump for the rose jersey and uh, neck buffs that we've been selling on our on our website, and we've sold hundred plus, uh, and all the proceeds go to to the rose. Quarter million dollars. I believe that's the number. Two hundred forty-three thousand, I think, is what. That sounds Jump for the roses rose for the uh, for for uh, the rose. That's super cool. Um, go to jumpfortherose.org, I think. Is that the website, Elsa? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I posted um, it. Donate to it. Donate funds. It is a really really cool thing. And for me, um, Nick, I'm, I'm not sure if you realize how many of our mutual friends have actually got treatment from from the rose. It, it's it's just really cool. So. I can't thank them enough. Um, Marion, if, if you know mine and her story, I was her instructor way back when, so I've always got a little bit of a heart for her. Um, well, we did her rig her. together. Yeah. 
yeah, I, I have a big heart for her, and uh, it's it's really cool to see the success of somebody giving back. Marion cares so much; she really wants to give back, and she really is compassionate about it. And and really, I think, kind of got burnt out, not in a bad way, but she's been doing a lot of heavy lifting for years, and she doesn't know marketing. She doesn't know the things she needs to do to raise a quarter million dollars. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, and it's nice because I, I think what they're doing, they need to take to the next level and. Guys like Option Studios helping her out is, is I'm sure, huge. Yeah. Well, um, Camille and, and Veronica and Sarah and, and Elsa and, and uh, myself and James, um, I think all the girls are going to be down there on the ground uh, for the event. So they'll be helping her out, and, and they're probably going to make even more skydives when they're down there. Um, they did last time that they were, they were down there, and... Um, Mary needs all the help she can get, and I'm happy to to send the girls out there and and do her do the event right. Is it uh, is it therapeutic for you to talk about things with your mom? I think now it's a little easier, but last year it was it took me a while to get used to it. Um, you know, and still to this day. You know, something cool happens, like you know, doing the the new jerseys for the Red Bull Air Force, for instance. You just, I gotta go call my. Oh, I can't tell her. You know, all these cool things that that we've been doing. You know, for the Rose, for Red Bull, for our new pattern and everything like that. It's. I catch myself going. I need to call my ma. And she's not there. Mm. I don't have a, I don't have a phone to the other side. Anybody got a phone to the other side? Mine hasn't <laughs> worked yet. No. No. Not yet. Man, I uh, as sad as as that is, and it really like it, I think about what would happen when my mom's passed, and I think about things I want to call my mother for, and things I want to touch base with my mom. I love doing that. So I think about being in that position, and it just it's very sad. But I will say, I, I think for you talking about it is very therapeutic, and I, I only say that because you and I've talked about it a lot. Yeah, and I can see from one conversation to the next to the next how much you digest it, um, and and next time we talk about a topic like that or, or or your mother in itself, how well you've digested what the last conversation was, and sometimes change your viewpoint or your understanding of it. So I think, yeah, for most of us it's very therapeutic. But man, I I, I like it's one of the reasons I enjoy talking to you and having those conversations we have um, is commonly listening to you talk out the problems so yeah and and just listening to different points of view and and kind of absorbing the the different vibes from different conversations and different backgrounds it helps a lot it really does man it's uh your mom passed away when again i'm sorry may 7th 2019 and uh, a lot, so I'm, I'm, I'm hating to shift gears away from mom. I have a lot of respect to mom, but yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a, such a stressful time because not only was your mom uh, passing away, you were dealing with all, all of that. You were dealing with moving and changing houses and remodeling. Yeah, and moving the office. And, and that's and what I wanted to hit, and moving Option Studios, and that was big. Well, we were basically in, it was zombie land where we were. So first of all, you guys are in New Mexico, so I'm picturing you're next to like. Uh, well, Hermanos. just think Breaking Bad, yeah, and the, we're right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those Herman. What is the? 
the chicken place in Breaking Bad? Oh, uh, Pollo. Uh, Pollo Hermanos. Los, yeah, Los Pollos Hermanos. Yeah, right. um, yeah, that's what I picture. So, uh, but which yeah. I have a, a fry batter bucket prop from uh, from Breaking Bad. You also oh, yeah. showed up to PIA one year, giving away little Ziploc bags with blue crack. A blue crack, yeah, <laughs> from from the candy lady down down in Old Town. Like straight up, it was uh, like Daytona. It, yeah, like yeah. rock candy, but it looks like blue math. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was Daytona. He showed up, yeah. no joke, with baggies of it being, hey, I'm from uh, Mexico. Here, here you go. Yeah, that's a great marketing uh, tactic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> People were it, it surprisingly worked. really wanting that stuff. <laughs> right. It worked because I went and watched Breaking Bad afterwards. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, it's also, I think, actually when I first met you. Was that the year you did? Yeah, that could be. 13. Yeah. yeah. So, um, anyways, uh, I, I wanted to get to the point that your your office you you moved. A, you went from Zombieland to a, a nice a nicer storefront, right? Nice intersection, uh, high profile. Uh, but man, the office is much bigger. You've grown a lot. It's about the same square footage, uh-huh. but we have a much nicer warehouse okay. for all the all the goodies that we do. Um, the office space obviously is, uh, a lot more contemporary than a concrete box in the, in the ghetto. Um, and honestly, it's safer. That was, that was the main key with having so many women working for me. It was dangerous. It really was. Poor James. He works amongst all women. Well, I was the only testosterone in the room there for a long time. <laughs> and now it. now it's... Ca- oh. <laughs> you got it. James is probably watching or li- no, either watching or listening right now. Um, you've got... Uh, I, were you, Elsa, were you working... How long have you been doing work with Adam? A couple of years. Well, actually, so I think um, whenever the last time you were on, that's when you made that's your... That's Started, yeah. yeah, you're like I need a graphic designer, and I was like, "Pick me." Hello. Yeah, I can draw. So yeah, yeah, I'm a designer. <laughs> it's an anniversary, is it? Mm-hmm. Very good. Holy, <laughs> so that's part of your excitement of being here. Yeah. Ah. I mean, I the whole relate. So a uh, little disclosure: uh, Elsa does a lot of graphic design. She works for another company, does freelance stuff, but also does a lot of work for you. Right. And um, I figure when Elsa had thrown her hands up saying, "Hey, I want to produce a show. I, I, I want to take care of this one." Um, it was just because of that relationship, but no, the, it, it's this show kind of was a catalyst to that relationship. Yep. Yeah, that was like the first time I like dang kn- knew of Adam. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. super cool, man. That that is really cool. Uh, also, Veronica, and I still like her too. Yes. Yeah, but the other way. I I <laughs> I was leaving that open ended. <laughs> I'm asking. Um. Anyways, <laughs> uh, how long has Veronica been working with you? Pretty much since Camille came on. And Camille's been there how long? Uh, three years. Okay. So uh, last time you were on, you had just added another graphic designer. I don't think Veronica was doing much at that point. I think she was still new. Um, in the last two years, you've really added a couple graphic designers because Veronica's become much busier. Elsa does a uh, good uh, bit of things here and there. I've seen and a lot Veronica, of Yeah, Veronica's been doing... Uh, you know, shipping and, and warehouse, but then she's moved into sales. She's moved into customer service. She's uh, doing social media and along with 
Sarah. So uh, we had to maneuver things a little bit. And so she's doing more of the admin and the, and the customer service end. So that's why we brought on James. And he's just about ready to take over. Uh, he's got photography skills too. So as far as product photography and, and uh, social media and video production and that sort of thing, he's going to be doing a lot more of that for us. Do you have a figure, like, um, you're kind of building this company. Yeah. Is there, like, a common thing that you've noticed in some of these people that you've brought on? Um, highly motivated. Very um, anxious to learn new things. And I think that's a great combination. Um, they are taking the challenges and learning how to do it better. You know, my, uh, I guess... Um, the uh, mission statement, if you will, for myself is everything we do is better than the last project we just finished. So just a continual push to learn and be better every time. Do you find yourself uh, like when it's just you, you got to deal with every problem, right? Sure. At anything, whether it's a I'm the king janitor. You're I'm everything, the, right? Yeah. So as as the team grows, do you notice that your uh, focus on what's important changes? Well, um, what changes really is working at the business, not in the business. When you're doing everything yourself, you're just trying to keep your head up. Um, having talented people to take over jobs and other things frees me up to be creative and push and series three is a, a number one um example of that let's would, can we talk about the series three jersey what, what do you want to know i don't, do you I don't have one <laughs> so i want to know all about it I, I have noticed the uh i don't care about you no one thinks you're cool my wife does that's why you have to have me on the couch so any i'm just kidding that's a joke. I, I I really won't argue. That's I'm, a that's a good looking uh, polo shirt you got on there. This is not the series three, but yes, this is. You know, you know that I have one in this bag right here. I thought about putting it on. Yeah, Open but it. that's going to require me to take my shirt off. Mid Jimmy Wynn is watching, which is only happened one of the women. Jimmy Wynn's <laughs> probably downloaded this. Is listening in his car. Jimmy hit the brakes, <laughs> pulled over, <laughs> is pulling up Facebook right now. Jimmy, Jimmy, Facebook. my shirt's off right now. Facebook. What's man? the time code? Uh, I can't see the time um, code. Oh, and my pants are coming off. <laughs> I'm oh, super geez. naked. 42, 33, Jimmy, I'm naked. 35. Do you know how happy it would make me if he actually <laughs> turned on the Facebook Live uh, version of the video to find me fully clothed on the couch right now? He's so bummed. I'd be really happy. So what, what's <laughs> changed about, about this? Uh, I have plenty of the Series 2 jerseys. What's changed? Well, so the whole thing about Series 2 was geometry. Um, being a skydiver... I wanted everybody to have access to something that wasn't just a, a, a motocross jersey, you know, uh, arms out in front type thing, and how to make it better for skydiving. So um, change the geometry of the, of the shoulders and where the arms attach to the body. So when your arms are up or back, it's not lifting the jersey out of your pants or out from underneath your leg straps or uh, that was very specific. Well, we did a good job with that, and people liked it. 
so what was next? Uh, so with Series 3, took that idea and refined it, but then made the body and the arms longer so that it is a little more uh, comfortable, whether you want to you know, pull it up over your, your uh, forearms for you know, a free fly jump or a angle flying or whichever. Um, the other issue that we found was that the, our neck hole was too small. It was difficult to get over your head. Now it's, it, you know, kept nice and tight and didn't flap around on, on your neck, but it was a little more difficult to get on. It could feel like you were being given birth to if you had a large head like Ben Nelson. Maybe, maybe my head is not as big as I think because I haven't, uh, I mean, I've noticed that, that it's that it's snug as it comes over, but never sure. in a way that I feel like it's disagreeing with the size of my melon. Sure. And uh, so we changed the neckline because we still wanted to seal nice, but be a little more comfortable going over your head. So we added the, the gasket in the front, which acts as kind of a, um, a shock absorber type you know, keeps it tight, but doesn't, uh, you know, get uh, too tight that you can't put it over your head. Um, the next thing was that, um, well, you know, carryover from Series 2 was the, the vented sides. You know, we didn't want Tana Masters, for instance, to, you know, have their jerseys blowing up like giant balloons, covering handles, you know, anything like that. So... That's why we did the the side panels in in a mesh just to combat that. So the the side panels, although they do help the shirt to breathe a little bit more, is so that is, is true is more. But the the function of it, it is so, functional, so it doesn't inflate. That's right. Inside, right. That's right. Um, and you know, strange pressures happen in freefall. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in my go fast days, for those who can remember, the free fly fireball T shirt black t-shirt had fireballs down the yeah. down the sleeves and then uh kind Head of down. a uh, wishbone free flyer on the back mm-hmm. and uh go fast logo on the front i would get so many calls hey man i was free flying in my free fly fireball and like the armpits blew out can you get me a new sh- give me a new shirt i am not kidding Voice them. I am not kidding. They sound a little bit like Jack Jack. Uh huh. <laughs> um, and what do you tell us? Well, that's it's a t-shirt. It's not a jumpsuit. It's not. And I guess taking that experience of creating a, a clothing item that's not going to fall apart in free flow. You know, uh, whether you're belly flying, whether you're you're you know head down at 180 or or whatever, these things hold together. Um, I'm very proud of the fact that I haven't had to replace one because it blew up or it fell apart in free fall. The only jersey that I had to, that I replaced, not that I had to, the only one that I replaced was for Trunk because he, uh, I guess, uh, got caught in the corner up at uh, Skydive Chicagoland and kind of plumbled in a little bit and the uh, paramedics cut it off him. Oh. Yeah. So I made him another one just mm. to replace. What a nice guy. I know. It, it was his iFly staff jersey. Mm. And he really liked it, so uh, I, I replaced it for him. Didn't have to, but it 
nothing has come back to us because of structural failure. And if if there's something out there that I don't know about, I want to know because that's all you know. Part of active R and D is I just want it to be better and better and better and better uh, as we as we go along. I don't know of one blowing apart. Do you? No, I'm I'm exceptionally tough on gear. Mm-hmm. You can uh, look at any. I mean, I am a little bit of a gear snob, like with uh, uh, skydiving equipment and camera equipment. I just like to have really nice stuff when I buy it. Me too. Like I don't buy anything used. I like everything brand new. I like to be the first one that puts the first scratch on it. I like when I bleed on a new thing for the first mm-hmm. time. Like mm-hmm. it's just you, like, you have to mine. make the sacrifice. This is mine. Yes. <laughs> but uh, but I'm exceptionally hard on that new stuff. Sure. And. Uh, I I haven't I haven't ruined a single one of the jerseys I've got from from you yet. So thank you. I'm trying and keep on trying. <laughs> I want you to beat the crap out of it because uh, then I'll make you another one. Deal. Yeah. So the other thing that you know to continue on 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 what's different with with series three is it was because of the longer length of the body. I um, it wasn't you know coming out of when you tuck it into into your swoop pants or underneath leg straps or whatever. But I went another step and added a silicon uh and elastic band around the around the hemline so that it actually grips. So when it's underneath leg straps, that sucker ain't coming out. Oh so on the bottom of the jersey? Can you is you wanna grab one of those? Yeah. Can you <clears throat> and isn't there like a stash pocket too? And there's a pull-up cord pocket. It's it's made for skydiving. <laughs> this is not just your your uh, grab that drink before you knock it over with your chair. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you. Well, let's put it over here. I have a wife. She'll well, kill me. Hold on. Kill I've you. I've broken a glass in here. You broke a glass in here recently, right? Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> okay. But still, it wasn't full of liquid. So if we flip this, oh, the spill is what I'm worried about. Yes. Okay. I so I'm looking could, at like, the uh, really close. I'm looking at I the can't. seam on the bottom of this jersey and feel that it's a silicon. Oh yeah. So so that's it's the same sort of thing that you would see on a golf that's shirt. That's cool. So this is what's going to help keep the jersey from riding up when I'm an irresponsible skydiver who didn't tuck my jersey in or secure it otherwise. And so you're not showing you know everybody your belly on video. I've got a really cute belly button. All right. Okay. <laughs> Show us the stash pocket. I think that's. I, want, I was hoping to show us your belly button. <laughs> I want to see it. Come on, show me. It's okay. You don't use it. It's, I've actually you seen your belly button. You were going to take your shirt off anyway. Yeah, I've been thinking about it. So uh, sing the right song. It might happen. So yeah, cool. pull up cord that's on the inside side body <laughs> for pull up cord jump ticket. You know, whatever. I yeah. I guess a little fun little thing. Yeah. Um, again, it's specific to skydiving. It's not. Uh, something that you'd find on on anything else. This is completely different than anything the in, industry's seen. Hell yeah! Yeah, and so I'm, I'm. It's blowing up. Uh, you know, Scott of Chicagoland has all their staff shirts in it. Um, Scott of San Diego just uh, got everything, and we and we actually did retail, which all you guys that you ordered in our pre order. They're all out. They're headed your direction. Woo. Yeah. I'm so, so excited. So everyone that's uh, ordering from, from here on, do they have a, a choice between Series 2 and Series 3, or you guys are just making Series 3? <sighs> we can do Series 2 if you want it. Um, he said, begrudgingly. 
you got to have the new shizzle. For Rizzle. <laughs> For Rizzle. I heard yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Why does Snoop Dogg carry an umbrella? For Drizzle. For Drizzle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my God. What's up? Oh, Dad joke. Terrible. Do you know what uh, <laughs> Snoop Dogg uses to wash his laundry? What? Bleach. <laughs> Bleach. <laughs> it's so not. That's. I'm so happy that you laughed as hard as you did at that joke. Because it goes well with faux drizzle. (laughs) You're going to stack those two jokes from now on, aren't you? Uh, No, because I won't remember it. (laughs) (laughs) So this is actually uh, uh, Tyler's uh, team jersey. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Tyler. It's uh, I, I've got um. So first of all, those of the uh, those of you listening for Gravity Lab Radio jerseys and Rating Center jerseys, uh, those are getting shipped right now to me. Next week, I should have them at some point. As soon as I have them, I'm gonna run them down the inventory list. That takes me part of a day. So I'll take part of the, the first day I have them. The next day, I'll have shipments going out right away. So I expect in the next about seven days to start getting shipments moving to you guys and gals. Um, we were in the second batch. I just left pre-orders open long enough that I didn't make the first run. Yeah. Um, I've got mine, though. I did cheat. I called up his business manager, <laughs> said, Camille, put anything in Adam's suitcase. Um, so I do have my new uh, TRC inverted white jersey. And uh, one thing that I had a problem with right away that I, I end up there's a great solution. It's such a well-thought-out jersey. Is he talked about the length. The length, I pulled it down. I'm like, man, this is great. It's, uh, like If I put it in my leg straps, it's there. It's going to stay. And I loved it. And then I sit there and go, like, well, what if I'm not jumping? And I felt like I might have been wearing a little bit of a dress. And with that silicone band, I literally just lifted up, folded it straight under. Exactly. And hemmed the jersey. So now it looks like a normal length, length normal cut jersey. I don't feel like I'm wearing that uh, the jersey somewhere. It's, it's too long when I want to wear it as a jersey. It's too short when I want to skydive. So that band gives it that good in between, and it worked really well. Exactly. But super comfortable. The material is a little bit different. The uh, neck gasket, I just hit myself in the face. The neck hole is uh, definitely, I, so the neck hole is snug on me. You want to tell them what I did? Is that what's up? No, I was just, I was just enjoying. <laughs> oh, right back at you. Man, you're so much stronger than me. Defeated. No, if, <laughs> I think that I hit myself with this way more. I just don't call it out. Like I, I hit myself with it all the time. I just don't <laughs> make. Just roll with it. Well, yeah. when Nick's not talking, he just he moves it away. From Nick acts so like it's dong, do and he's like, dong. Hey, dog. let's talk. <laughs> oh, do you remember once I got that mic stuck on in my mouth? Were you? This was super long time ago. Really? Like <laughs> yeah. the whole thing? Like the? You took, nobody was around. Did right? you take the pop filter off? You realize we're doing a show where we talk, right? You're just shaking your head. Let's let's do and a yes and giggling. no question question session, and you just nod, and I'll we're, fill in the rest of the world of what's happening. Like, were you we alone? Broke, we broke DJ. I don't know what's happened. I don't even understand what's funny. Is this, I think it's because he was alone. You ha- he, he, he was all f- alone. No. You're having a flash. I wonder if that'll fit. And he tried yeah. it. <laughs> and then it was Title of your sex tape. That yeah, one's for you, Justin. That was a good one. So you're sitting in the studio by yourself, shoving microphones into your mouth. He's, he's shoving out. Mike in his mouth. Ha! <laughs> oh. What was Mike's last name? Mm. You Where'd not- you meet him? Crowphone. On the end of this mic stand. Um, I swear. You found so- this mic stand on Grinder. That's amazing. Absolutely, <laughs> man. I swiped right. Is that the way you swipe? I have no idea. I don't use Grinder. <laughs> no, it's wipe. It's a wipe. Ugh. Front to back. <laughs> uh. 
So, uh, no, it was during a show. <laughs> You're doing that same move? I did exactly Dude, what you I, did. I and feel you caught me doing it. <laughs> and I swear you looked at me and we both laughed. Like, so the fact that you don't remember this is what's making me lose my lunch. So, uh, hold on. You're you're trying to fit, just for anyone who's listening and not watching us be idiots right now, you're trying to fit the microphone in your teeth. Underneath this pop filter is metal microphone. <laughs> That scratchy uh, noise is me scratching on the metal wires of the microphone. So you're telling me that you locked your teeth on top of this metal microphone and I don't remember this moment? Uh, dude, I don't think I was here. <laughs> he wanted Mike in his mouth. Were, I'm positive. You're, it was uh, <laughs> their shows that... Uh, now Dick uh, is trying. For the dude, most it's going to give me a cramp in my jaw. Or like for the most part, I don't drink at all on the show. Some shows I do drink, and there's been a handful of shows that I drink a good bit before or during the show. Too much scotch fits a microphone in your mouth. Is Dude, that what you're telling so me? So it was one of those nights where I was I've been drinking a bit, and you know you start just playing. You, you play with the mic with your mouth. I'm for sure. sure. Yep, I'm playing point, it with my mustache right. Now. I started like swallowing like a, a thing. Like, must be a dude thing. Arr. And next thing I know, I just like tried to eat. You guys <laughs> saved all this for me, right? <laughs> Seriously, I, this, I'm so sorry. I'm weird. I understand this, <laughs> but man, give me a couple drinks and a microphone and. I yeah. get hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I vaguely remember. I don't remember you getting it stuck in your mouth. I, I, so I, I guess I feel you don't like re- I, rem- I remember the can this fit in my mouth conversation because uh, I don't think you realize we've had that one a few times. So when I told you, I looked at you, I thought you realized it was stuck in my mouth. I never acknowledged it. I thought you just looked at me and go like, I saw that. But no, maybe, maybe I didn't know. It, it was, was me uh, just getting it out. I know it's a little dirty sounding, but we were already there. Sounds like uh, um comedian uh, uh, I'm stupid sometimes man or woman man Louis CK no but same same genre uh, just thinking Eddie some, Murphy no <laughs> uh, yeah let's play the game uh, white, white guy who's in my mouth <laughs> oh uh, Dane Cook yeah that's the one yeah oh my goodness <laughs> who's in my mouth DJ <laughs> I just we just had this conversation Mike. recently with a different guy with a different buddy. Mm. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, anyway. So after you pulled the big black cylindrical thing out of your mouth, what <laughs> happened next? <laughs> what do we, I don't know. Where I have no where, idea what's happening. I, have no I, I don't know how we got from talking where about where were we? We were talking about jerseys, jerseys and, yeah. and then choking. Who's on in my bikes. mouth? Right. Yeah, that's, that's you, a logical yeah. step. Mm-hmm. Oh, DJ. DJ. So, DJ, do you have DJ, a, a current DJ. favorite design with these jerseys? You know, we did. Um, I'm actually wearing it. This is what I'm one wearing right now. Is it's not a one of a kind. No. This is actually a tribute to my old days as uh, a BMX freestyler in in um, in the eighties. The the Haro bikes. You you rode BMX in the eighties. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Am I gonna be able to find a photo? I really hope so. Yeah, I should. H A R O. I think she wants a photo of you riding bikes in the 80s. Maybe. Did they have I see some throwback photos. And that just gets back, back then? Bit, Could maybe. be. So <laughs> this was like my team wear, but it said Haro on it instead of an option. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to do a kind of a tribute. And I actually, I do have uh, phone calls into uh, John, who's the, the director of marketing at Haro Bikes right now. Uh, as well as uh, an email into Bob Harrow himself for a blessing. These are these are not for sale. These are actually our sizing jerseys. 
So if somebody wants is going to put in a big order, but they want to check sizing to make sure that they get exactly what they want, well, I don't know if I'm a, I'm between a small and a large. Okay, well, try this on, see if it's right. Um, we sent an entire set of men's, women's, because Series 3 comes in an actual women's cut. Not just a, a jersey with a, with a V-neck. It's an actual women's cut. Uh, you know, places for the girls, and and it's hourglass shaped, and and it's made for women. It looks good on algae. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other story. Um, but Sonic up at the uh, Ranch Pro Shop, we sent him the entire set of every size that we make. So women's comes in extra small through three X. No, 2X. And men's comes extra small through, I think we sent him through 4X, but we actually have a 7X. Dang. It is huge. There's a dude down, we did jerseys for Skydive Louisiana. Yeah. Oh, yeah, cornbread. Cornbread. <laughs> this dude is huge. He's not fat. There's a man named Cornbread. Cornbread from Louisiana. Okay, it makes sense. I'm going to find him. This dude is huge. Yeah, look on Scott of Louisiana's uh, Facebook page. I, there's pictures on, on there. Oh, he probably jumps a tandem, and it's probably you huh. know a Turbo's postage stamp with this, ki- this guy underneath it. He's the only one allowed on the plane when he gets on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Weight balance, man. Yeah, yeah, there's like a big guy standing next to him, and the big guy looks small. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if you've met Bill. Is that Bill in the photo? Bill Gieslin? Um, I'm not sure. Is, is it say Gieslin on his back, maybe? Mm-mm. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's Bill. I can't see from this far away, though. I'm all squinty-eyed. But that's neat, neat glasses. So, yeah, we've got all the way through 7X. Dental frost. But that thing is a circus tent. It's huge. It is literally huge. Um, we just got done doing all the team jerseys for uh, Red Women's Bull Air Force. Women's is through 3X, by the way, Camille said. Who is? Women's is through 3X. Through 3X? Oh. Camille said. Perfect. Okay, well, she probably know better than I would. Hmm. Um, but Red, uh, Red Bull Air Force jerseys? Mm-hmm. So they're just landing right now. Uh, Sean McCormick did a, uh, uh, a unboxing video. Jeffro did an unboxing video for oh, us I today. Saw those. Yeah, those are awesome. Yeah, did uh, youth sizes. So I'm I'm calling them hero jerseys because the kids want to be like their parents. And so youth sizes that are series three. They have gaskets. They have the the whole shoot match. They're just smaller. So uh, Logan and Monica got jerseys for the in the Aikens family uh made let's see Luke is a 3x but I made him a 4x just in case he wants a little more drag um and then Sean McCormick's kids they all got him with Mac on the back it's mm-hmm. it's it's adorable I've got one that I made for Tyler that just says option on the back but uh you know he's he's cute he loves it. I have no desire to have kids, but I, I do want to buy my niece a jersey. That's going to be dope, dude. Get my little niece a jersey. It, it is amazing how much you can customize these things. That's so cool, dude. Like, this is probably this one that you gave me today, this beautiful black and gold one with this uh, collar that I'm going to look like a real uh, drop zone manager like wearing. drop zone mm-hmm. manager? Uh, like, it's, to, it's just so fun that it has my name on it. You need to put yeah. the logo on the collar on the 
backside as well. <gasps> so you can flip is it, it up. Ooh, is it? Yeah, so Nick's going to pop it. No, I am definitely <laughs> not going to do that. Unless we go dancing. You give me dancing, I'll pop this Dude, collar. Braden would. Braden straight up the whole yeah. way. He would own it, man. Love you, Braden. Yeah, well, yeah he, he owned a lot. Yeah, he owned it. But well, uh, no, it's so cool to like just the other day I'm in the office at work and someone says, who's, who's Mr. P? What does that mean? And I forget that it's on my shirt. And uh, is it uh, how, how if, let's say I want to order my own jersey. Like yeah. how how what does it uh, change time wise to make it customized with my name on? Um, it, we have a minimum of, of 15, mm-hmm. um, you know, here and there very, very seldom I'll do something ultra custom one off, like when, what we did for Jimmy for winning the, <laughs> the, uh, uh, film festival a couple of years ago. Now that one laser cancer cats. That was what do you, t- Jimmy's was awesome. When you title those files, when you're building them. Yeah, that laser cats. Yeah, <laughs> laser cats. That was that was the name of the file on that one. Uh, that one was, but that that's a one of what one of one off. We it, literally there are two. There's one in our office, and Jimmy has the other one, literally. Uh, and his direction, because that was part of the thing, was if he by winning the the film festival, mm-hmm. he got a one off. And I donated my time and all that sort of thing to design it. And Jimmy wanted rainbows. He wanted <laughs> cancer monsters being killed by kittens with lasers. And um, Jimmy, you're so sweet. I know. <laughs> I love Jimmy. Um, and I said, so we're, we kind of went back and forth on a couple of designs. And he said, I just want the kittens to look to make a a 10 year old girl cry that's that was his direct that was his art direction hold on kittens make a little girl cry like tears of joy or fear (laughs) so cute cute. okay great he wanted wanted them to to uh 10 year old girls to cry yeah because he's a uh cancer laser technician yeah for for uh, radiation Mm -hmm. technician so um yeah, that was it. Was all these kittens with lasers coming out of their paws and their eyes, killing this this uh, cancer monster? And I, I hope he still jumps it all the time. Yeah, that was, I've, that I've was seen cool. it. It's 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 good looking. It's yeah. certainly unique. It, it it is Jimmy, isn't it? So let's say let's say that I want to back des- to the time to design my my very own jersey or series of jerseys. Um. You know, if if the design goes well, you know, I'll I'll give you an example. Um, a number of years ago, um, back in 1997, which is kind of DJ and I's era out in California, um, Scott of Elsinore just got new owners, and they said, "Okay, well, we understand that you're a graphic designer. We want ten different logos and and that sort of thing," and then. You've got two weeks to do it, and then we'll decide. I said, okay. I left the meeting, went to my apartment in Hemet, sat down for 10 minutes, did the Elsinore logo, printed it out, went back to Elsinore, and said, here you go. And that's been the Skydive Elsinore logo since 1997. (laughs) So it can take 10 minutes, or it could take three hours. So what do you think Mm. makes that 10 minutes... uh, like what? What was unique about that? Was it the clarity of what they described? Was it? Uh... 
you know, they didn't You're have just a whole lot good. of direction. They really didn't. It was kind of you have my job as a graphic designer is is being a mind reader. Mm-hmm. So exactly. you talk to somebody, you ask questions to see what they have in their head. Uh, I think we talked about this a little bit. You know, what's what's your definition of blue? Are you asking for my yes, personal I am, definition? I'm asking what's that your definition hair. of when, blue? <laughs> oh, DJ. It's orange, by Have the way. Have another drink. If, yeah. if you're asking me about blue, I'm going to tell you like, like a royal blue is blue. Okay. Well, if you tell me as a graphic designer, well, make it blue. Okay. Is that robin's egg blue? Mm-hmm. Is that royal blue, cobalt blue, midnight blue, navy blue? Um, We're messing around with some teal? Exactly. Hey, you know, what and is that's it? that's a whole other bag of worms or whatever that weed? idiom is. Bag yeah. of weed. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the thing is, is that you're, <laughs> based on where you're from, it's, it's can of work. <laughs> you're from Utah, right? Yes, sir. Okay. So blue to you may be different than somebody that's from Florida. Uh, draw me a tree. Okay. What is your definition of a tree? Pine tree, uh, Tory pine tree, oak, uh, Joshua tree, whichever. Bonsai. Uh, bonsai. 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 Okay. Just the Asian coming out. Yep. Now oh, the easy. Asian's back. Anyway, <laughs> so I have to ask questions to see what your definition of, well, make it modern. Okay. What is modern to you? Um, make it blue. That's what? got that's got to be a buzzword that you hate dealing with. Because modern could mean anything, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, then the the most hated graphic design term, make it pop. Make it badass. <laughs> These are all words I've told both of you in the past. Yes, exactly. What? That's why like, we have to be mind readers. That's mm-hmm. that's, and we have to we have to peer into in, in into your your little head. God, I'm so excited and, to send you an email from some anonymous email address about this modern design that really needs to pop and be badass. Yes. Mm-hmm. Use okay. all of those words. Of those DJ, do you have any Pepto Bismol? I'm starting to feel a little. Mm. <laughs> Anyway. Oh, and I need it tomorrow, and I'm not willing to pay a rush fee, and uh, what else? Mm-hmm. I only want one. Well, it, yeah, <laughs> or the other thing. Well, just Photoshop it. It's easy. It, it'll be real, real yeah, quick. Just Photoshop it's it. My sister can it's do it. It's one pixel. <laughs> this is, and you want to blow it up to the size of a side on uh, the side of a bus? Okay. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. It just, uh, just Photoshop it. I love it. Yeah, do you have any idea what that even means, person? Yeah, it's not that I put, press the button and Photoshop does it for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. it like, doesn't it? That'd be well, cool. just Photoshop. Don't they just yeah. call the scripts yeah. or something? Like, isn't that what it does? Actions. <laughs> actions? <laughs> yeah. Actions speak louder than words. Right. But you oh. have to make those actions, so. And you have to have something to work with in the first place. <laughs> no, just hit, hit, the, hit the... Just Photoshop Hit it. the magic wand yeah. button. Oof. Isn't there a magic yeah, wand magic button? magic wand button? Yeah. yeah. Isn't there a magic wand button? That Auto something, right? Auto create. That's what we need. Yes. An auto create button. <laughs> the three people I asked to help me with graphic design are still all sitting in the same room. Like, hey, I need something. <laughs> like, can one of you guys help me out, please? And then so we, we ask know the my questions. Weakness. And what then is, I say, make it pop. What does I need this to be mean modern. to I DJ? Want banging. I want it banging. to banging. Yeah. Oh, give me something that's hey, banging. Can you can you hide some Easter eggs in there too? <laughs> Yo, um, it, oh, 19, uh, I, I want to look at the Einstein Brothers bagel logo. Mm-hmm. Um, I want it to look kind of labby. I kind of want like a mad scientist look, but I still want it kind of that soft, 
Einstein Brothers bagel. You're look. just this is the conversation you had over the yeah. gravity lab. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Yep. And I had to sit there, and it took him about ten minutes for me to get all these. Like I can picture exactly what I want in my head, um, but I can't. I I have an engineer's mind. I cannot describe an artistic thing in my life. Like what color was his hair? Oh, dude, he had hair. Like I that's yeah. I get lost quick when it comes to those words. But so you've heard me try to describe things, do you? I think you do a decent job. Maybe our yeah. brains work in a similar fashion. Yeah. Sweet, you're an idiot. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I, I'm saying because you're an idiot. Well, <laughs> Nick, you can you can take that as a compliment because obviously you're intelligent enough to decipher DJEs, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, he's an idiot too. I get it. It's fine. <laughs> he says that with love. We can be idiots together. <laughs> Is getting weird. <laughs> Do you? Uh, how, I guess what's the longest you've ever worked on a single design for someone? Is there like? I guess you wouldn't even have to tell me who it was. Is, is there a memory that comes to mind of like? Oh, this something nightmare that thing? just kept on dragging on and on and on. Oh, <sighs> maybe you don't name the company. What was it? A jersey? Was it a logo? No, usually logos are the ones. It's either that or a magazine ad. Well, then then we get into the game of playing glad to happy. I don't know and what that means. I'm glad to see you. I'm happy to see you. About the same, just a little different. Just those little tweaks that mean absolutely nothing. Oh, you mean the person trying to justify their paycheck by... Bingo. By, by trying to get their input seen on the final project. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you should make it... Maybe just move this over here just a little bit. Okay, whatever you want. I call that glad to happy. That sounds like a very frustrating thing to deal with. Sometimes it is, especially when you're on a deadline and they came to you late. And he keeps looking at me for all these <laughs> conversations. I'm just looking because you're in front of me, dude. I have to deal with this as well. You know? oh, yeah. It's just oh, like this is it's this a normal is thing. <laughs> graphic design nightmares. Yeah. Hey, Adam. Just a reminder. Uh, the the. Texas shootout finals is in 23 days. Can I put an order in now? <laughs> That's about how that went, isn't it? Yeah. But we, mm-hmm. we knew this ahead of time. This was a yeah. planned event. But it's super cool because uh, I did. we had a short deadline of had to have production made for jerseys for Texas shootout, and they knocked it out. They took care of it. Well, I, I say they knocked it out and took care of it. I don't have the jerseys in my hand yet, but I know where they're at in the manufacturing process, and mm-hmm. the competitors will have their jerseys. So uh, you guys can do a good quick rest job i feel bad because everything you said like you're describing me yeah i know it's normal it's okay that's just got to be how people are right yeah i mean i I would say that there are definitely some parallels with like making a video of people just think oh i already imagined what the video would be like surely you can just do that right surely Mm -hmm. it's just gonna happen yeah just press a button well do you play any musical instruments not very well not but, very well, uh, but you, I started playing guitar when I was uh, probably okay. twelve years old. Oh, so you can you can play a mu- musical instrument? A little right? bit. Okay, write me a song. <laughs> <laughs> Th- that's graphic design right there. That's designing for somebody. Is oh, you're an artist? Yeah, write well, me a song that I'm gonna really enjoy. Yeah, uh, draw me something. Okay. Uh, well, you're you're great at playing cello. Write me a symphony. Go ahead. I'm waiting. <laughs> That's what we get. At least uh, at least you guys have portfolios of your work to lean on by now, right? Well, there is that. And usually, in my case, there's somebody has seen something that I've done in the skydiving industry. And they said, well, I trust you because you did this. Okay. 
I'll do it, you know, and then we get into our conversations about what are we doing, you know, what is your definition of blue? What percentage of your business is in the skydiving industry? I would probably lean 85 to 90%. Oh, really? It's that much? Okay. Oh, yeah. So do you, with the storefront, do you have people come in and say, oh, hey, I have this business up the road, we want some... Occasionally, but really, I tell you, most of my business is outside the the state of New Mexico. Uh, New Mexico is not a skydiving mecca. Uh, So, worldwide, um, you know, obviously, Denmark, Australia, uh, all over the United States, uh, Europe, France, you know, even down Mexico and and, uh, South America done a lot of stuff all over the world. Yes. Do you have a desire to move your company anywhere else? Um, I don't think so. Um, I think that where we're at, we don't get a lot of foot traffic. Mm-hmm. It's not like you know being in Deland where there's always somebody that wants to tour the factory. Right. You know? Yeah, um, there's not, not it's too distracting. much exciting it's, about seeing a nerd click away in Adobe Illustrator. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even when I used to work for uh, Sky Systems way, way, way long time ago, Troy didn't want anybody to know exactly where the shop was Mm. just because he didn't, well, one, didn't want people to see the the secret stuff that he was working on, um, but at the same time, he didn't want the distraction. Yeah, walk-ins kill me because then I'm like, ah, I gotta stop what I was doing. (laughs) Dog and pony show this and smile sweetly and all that sort of fun stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, I love it when somebody's coming through because Albuquerque's right there on on I-25 and and I-40. So people going from California to Florida or Texas or something like that, uh, they travel through. Well, when they come through, Hey, stop! I'll feed you. You know, uh, I love it when we get traveling skydivers to come through and and uh, say hello. You know, just on their way through. Uh, Julie Kleinwort came through on her way to uh, Colorado a couple months ago, and we had we had COVID breakfast. <laughs> COVID breakfast outside. Did masks. you cop on each other's food and then eat it? Is what is that? What's COVID <laughs> breakfast? <laughs> well, at that point. Restaurants had just opened up, but you could only <clears throat> sit outside. You couldn't sit no. inside. And you had to be, uh, you know, social distanced and everything like that. But I prefer uh, sitting outside regardless. Me too. Nice. I would like being far away from people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just don't. All of it works for me. <laughs> with New Mexico, we have all four seasons. So it gets cold. We're at 5,000 feet ground elevation. So I'm really curious how they're going to handle restaurants during the winter and mm-hmm. snow and heating and, you know, creating a different experience and <laughs> so, all that sort of fun stuff. So are they not having people sit inside still? They are just starting to. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but it's, you know, like 25% capacity. So. I think here we're at like 75% now. <laughs> here we're at, it's Texas. It's yeah, like just whatever. go for it. <laughs> yeah. As long as. Now you'll be fine. <laughs> exactly. Just breathe. <laughs> Great. 
Where's where's the most crowded place you've been, Elsa, since this since the world's opened back up? Um, I think we've talked about this, but honestly, um, probably like one of the boogies. Like I think the ten way competition. Yeah, that was a busy. I one. mean, like we were all outside, like in the hangar, you know, in open air, so you know we weren't inside or anything yeah but, I mean, like, but it, so so yeah. just this this that so that weekend's a great example and mm-hmm. even this last weekend we did 125 tandems on a saturday mm-hmm. and then nice. had uh nationals 2.0 was going there was uh, an angle camp going that was another thing, yeah. and there was a canopy course going and then fun jumpers mm-hmm. and we were trying to do the math of okay between these 125 tandems their spectators the fun jumpers the the two other events going on and all of the How staff, and, you know, in the office and packers and, and pilots, like there's maybe 300 people there that day. Nice. And uh, I mean, I guess it was only a week ago. Maybe in one more week, we're all going to get sick of the Rona. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the national or the not nationals, but the 10 way competition. Like, but we were all wearing masks and, you know, I, I can't I can't decide whether I want to believe that the safety measures that we're taking are working. Oh, right. Or if it's like, eh. We're doing what we can, we, you know? but but is this all necessary? You know, I just mm, go back and forth between those things. But when you think about the number of people who aren't together in movie theaters, aren't together in concerts, aren't together at nightclubs, you know, may, maybe that really does have an impact on why we're not seeing it uh, mm-hmm. spread so much. Yeah. Yeah. I think Labor Day, uh, along with every other vacation or holiday we get, is going to be a great test over the next last week and the next week or two. Uh, we'll see the feedback from Labor Day because I. I just came back from from a vacation and absolutely no doubt at least half the people had zero concern for COVID at all. Um, restaurants were seated at 100% capacity. Uh, the weights outside were elbow to elbow. Um, walking between people was very challenging and difficult. Um, half of them uh, were wearing masks at most, and that was at a good place. Um, and and uh, for, for me, that was a huge... Uh, challenge we've we've ended up finding a lot of good places go out to eat early you don't have to deal with it all but um see i I know that you have that genuine germaphobe concern about it right yeah but if i'm not sick in the next two weeks i'm not getting sick from covid (laughs) (laughs) after doing with all that stuff like i I really can respect anyone who has a genuine fear like just someone someone who's just a germaphobe who knows that this thing's out there not even like not even to consider the possibility of health complications from from being sick and oh I'm going to be the one that's hospitalized on the respirator or whatever like that even without that that thought I can still just empathize with someone who I'm afraid of germs I don't like people and their germs and I think that that's you yeah, yeah. so yeah. I can I can understand you're the same way well his beard was a little you know fluffy from his <laughs> yeah. from his mask today and I reached out to you know just point at his <laughs> floof and he was like I just like yeah don't touch this man's face don't don't do it there's and a magnetic like, field on his finger as it came okay. I was like Arr. I was like okay I, I, I roger that I, I understand loud and clear <laughs> he thought I was gonna touch him <laughs> but uh, but I get that like I get that people are that way and have that concern and that's fine yeah Please. So so I understand anyone who wants to, you know, wants people to wear masks, wants people to, like, I, I wear a mask at work because it's like, 
I, I can understand that feeling. Mm-hmm. And I can understand the feeling of uh, the company. I can understand the feeling of the state of Texas who's mandated this thing. And I can really uh, empathize with anyone who's worried about, hey, I'm, you know, let's say that you're a high-risk person. You don't want to get sick. Hey, you live with a high-risk person or you see a high-risk person off and yeah, you don't want to get sick. You don't want to get that person sick. So I can certainly understand all of that, but I can also understand the opposite perspective of like, I personally don't know many people have had a really rough go of being sick with, with the coronavirus. And so I can see why some people might have seen even less of it than I have and might be like, oh, this is, a, this is all nonsense. This is going to disappear after the elections in November. We're all just doing this song and dance to, to appease whatever. I, I can see both, both perspectives. Mm, ditto. You know, I, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a medical expert. You know, I, I, I'm fairly well educated. Um, certainly not the the sharpest tool in the drawer, but the things I'm not going to take the risk. You know, it's I think it's has a lot to do with your level of acceptable risk. Um, I wear my mask. I slather up with with hand sanitizer. I avoid crowds. Uh, we did that all summer. Space. What's up? I cough in strangers' faces. Oh yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> my. To. That's that's a f- good pastime, right? <clears throat> that's a new sport, right? No, I don't think so. Not on ESPN. <laughs> I haven't ESPN seen too. it yet, but they're they're already playing chess and poker. Speed walking. There you go. Do you know it's that hilarious. speed walking is an Olympic sport? It's hilarious. Yes. Speed walking is an Olympic How? sport, and and swooping is not. It's hilarious. What is what is this reality? This is insane. Mm. The one thing that I did learn about COVID and being at home and my wife got furloughed from her job, you know, for two and a half months or whatever. And and Tyler was out of school and all that sort of thing is that Angie and I actually like each other. That was amazing. That was the the great thing about COVID. You know, really got to spend some uh, quality time with my family. Yeah, I think yeah. it was a, a make or break uh, experience for a lot of relationships. Of, for sure. Can I still stand to be around these people? Yeah, do I really, really like you? Yeah, my neighbors, yeah. on the other hand, they do not like each other. No. Nope. How do you know that? Because I hear them yelling okay. all the time. Oh, through the, Gosh, through the wall. Yeah, if you're in one of those relationships where you got to <laughs> scream at each other, I mean, maybe that's just how some people communicate. Maybe that's just the way that they hear each other, but... Gosh, I, every time I see a couple like that fight, I am so grateful that that's not what my relationship looks exactly. like. Exactly. That there's not someone on the other side of the wall saying, "Man, these crazy, the these hell? tiny crazy yeah. people are fighting all the time. They never stop screaming <laughs> at each tiny, other." Tiny crazy you know, people. Get nine one one on on speed dial. I, I just don't know what's going to happen with these guys. Yeah, if someone's calling the cops on you over a domestic <laughs> dispute that's happening, yeah, you're not you're not doing a great job. Yeah. No. Or you're doing it well. Just Maybe. depends on what your goal Maybe. is. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> UFC, the home version, right? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, you that's great. Body that slam you your wife still like each other. That's yeah, we great. still like each other. That's great. Nick decided in his relationship they still don't like each other, so it yep. worked out pretty good. And we're still sticking with it. So, How, by the way, is Sam doing? We So Sam is also... Um, so I, first of all, I don't believe... Um, I don't prefer everybody wear masks as much as I prefer... Everybody respect distance and space. Mm-hmm. So I, I believe we can coexist a little bit better. A great example, um, if I'm teaching a class at Spaceland in the classroom and I have the right number of people in that room, we could all be spaced far enough apart that we don't wear masks. Um, I think we still wear masks in that room. 
uh, for me, a, main, a big part is, is is it keeps good behavior in places we need masks in the building. Yeah, it's making a good habit out of uh, yeah. what we should be doing because it's so easy. The most common thing when I ask someone to put their mask back on when they're in a spot where they should be wearing it is, oh, I'm so sorry, I forgot. And I believe them most of the time that, you know, either you came in from a jump or you had a drink of water or whatever it is, that they really did just genuinely forget to put their mask back on. But uh, so that's what I like about just keeping it on is that, like, you don't see my face very much in a normal day because I'm just in the habit of leaving my mask on. I just don't take it off. So I appreciate anyone who tries to make that same habit. I sometimes forget to put my mask back on because I don't like the smell of my own breath. Yeah, it's gross, right? <laughs> God, my face must. Smell I started that. chewing more gum during uh, coronavirus because I started noting what coffee breath is. Yeah, like I, I can definitely tell that I have not had a cup of coffee today, or oh, I had a cup of coffee. Where's my gum at? Those those have been distinct. Or I had Mexican last night. That's a good one. Mm. Uh, <laughs> what? These are things that happen in my brain no. every day. It's so true. Mm. No, because yeah, I actually heard on like the radio or something that um that people if there's like a statistic now that people are brushing their teeth more often because we're wearing masks. Like, great, we're <laughs> we're sanitary. We're All right. <laughs> I'm washing my hands right. and I'm brushing my teeth. We just converted yeah. the other one dentist from the nine out of ten dentists. Oh yeah, now ten. Yes. Now ten out of ten because ten of out of ten dentists agree that the coronavirus has improved your dental health. Yes, exactly. You know, but the thing is with the coronavirus, it's not necessarily that the um, the thing that keeps me up at night about this whole thing is not what's going on like right now. Uh, or that people are getting sick or that people are dying or necessarily like that. It's that the kids that are displaced from school, mm-hmm. especially the the second graders to, say, fifth or sixth grade, the those years that they're getting, um, they're learning their good habits. They're, they're learning the very core things about, you know, uh, being social. Social. And... And, uh, you know, the core of education and studying and things like that, that they're not being forced necessarily on a, on a, uh, an overall great level to do this online learning. So they're missing out on the social aspect of school. Uh, they're talking to a box, you know, with a video screen. Um, but it's not the now those kids are going to be behind 20 years from now think about it i mean that's what's really scary is they're going to be missing four years or there's going to be a generation that is missing those core things and those are going to be our leaders later Mm -hmm. and then we're also like kind of disconnected anyway because of technology and so it's kind of like compounding double whammy it's crazy there are going to be some odd folks i think that's the truth i think lots of kids i mean just you see i'm so guilty of looking at my phone way too much i wish i could get away with with having a flip phone of like i wish i could just have some people need to text me but it's like oh well now i can't check my email and oh now i can't uh do this you know these social media things and oh now i can't do that like there's 
my brain starts justifying really quickly why I need a smartphone. Mm-hmm. But I do fantasize in the, of living in the world where I just have a flip phone or less. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't think that's going to happen. But when you notice someone who's never like I can force myself out of that world and engage in conversation in a non awkward way for the <laughs> for the most part because but, you weren't in that generation right because start because yes. we didn't all grow up with that right we right. know we've, how to like occupy ourselves we've become accustomed to this but we still have the old stuff of where oh you got to have your eyes up and talk to people mm-hmm. but, but some, DJ in the microphone but. Oh. Who wants to talk to that? That's why I said this way, so I don't have to look at them. <laughs> side by side, it's easier. Uh, am I easier on the eyes? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Hey. DJ, I'm sorry. I love you. You're beautiful. You're handsome. Your beard. I told, I told you that your beard looks good. Now we're cuddling? <laughs> <laughs> Great. Are you like one of those... Uh, You're like, moving a little faster, No, DJ. but like a, a woman who is with a man because she gets abused? Like you like it yeah, that way? Right. I hit you when you come closer? Codependency. If it doesn't hurt, it's not foreplay. Hmm gross um <laughs> but yeah that, that generation of kids who have been given the ipad and they've you know had a facebook You're, page since they were eight yeah go occupy yourself mm-hmm. with a video screen yeah in 20 years we'll be ruled by kids who were raised or homeschooled by day drinkers yeah. that's pretty much what we're going <laughs> uh, with that think time. about yep. it yep. i mean i i've so my biggest concern not concern or question when it comes to corona is what's the future hold um like how accustomed do people become to new levels of sanitation or, 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 or uh, hygiene for themselves? Um, how uh, important does a vaccine become? How many people will start taking it? What kind of mandates will be put out there? Uh, all these different states having different policies and regulations and businesses suffering. Uh, Demolition Man, we talked about the movie recently. Uh, in uh, the franchise wars, Taco Bell won. The three he, shells, right? He doesn't know about the three seashells. Um, the, um, so like w- what version of life? Oh, they were really? having no swear September all the time. You were getting tickets for swearing. Who me? Dan Demolition Man. Demolition Man. <laughs> <laughs> man. So I actually, uh, one I, I, credit. I've decided no swear September is, is not a, uh, a complete goal for me. I am thinking I'm trying to just transition out of swearing in general. I think no Dude, swear. it's tough. Like it, honestly, it We've done, you know, sacrifice September the last few years and have done some pretty difficult, challenging things. This is the dude, one, I dude. cannot control my mouth sometimes. Like I, it, I, I at least notice it. Like I, yeah. if if I slip up, I definitely notice it. I don't did rely on someone else to catch me, and I notice the words moving through my brain. But to like eliminate it completely is, man, it is tough. Dude, when we agreed to do no square September, I'm gonna go ahead and know a little bit more money here. I was like, oh, what kind of pussy shit is this? We can do this. This is easy. Oh my god, um, it is the, it is the roughest thing. And and I it, like like you quoted Sam earlier. That was me quoting me. I'm also still pay for it. I don't mind. But no, it, you can, you can quote you. That's a loophole. Yeah. Um, <laughs> outside like of something like that, I'm trying to avoid more and more uh, cussing in general. And I I don't have a problem with swearing at all. It is words. I'm not offended by it. I I, I think it's kind of silly that people are offended by it at times. But I'm not also going to force my opinion on them. So I want to swear less partially because it's more considerate of other people who are offended by it because I will just randomly drop F-bombs everywhere. So just, just to be more considerate of the people around me, um, but also the difficulty that it has been to quit swearing, it would just be a really good challenge on myself. I, I, I like the, like, hey, let's go. Let's, let's do this. So my goal well, in general is just to stop F and swearing. Now I'm going to use all sorts of fun words in between, but... 
I think it also like makes you seem more like intelligent when you don't swear. No chance for me. You know? No, <laughs> no actually, chance. I think like it's like a perceived. Thing. I don't know. I I know some really intelligent people who still strategically uh, strategically Im- implement curse words in yeah. a way that does not uh, colorful metaphors. Strategically, yeah, sure. I like that, but it's not like the f bomb every other word. You know? But that's so much f and fun. Yeah, it is. F you, you f and f. <laughs> it is. <laughs> There's only one word yeah. in that I can think of that irritates me more than than uh, oh, what is it? the word. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm giving you guys weapons, right? No, uh, retarded. Mm. Ah. Yeah. That one irritates the crap out of me because there's far more. Uh, there's a huge language that people can utilize to designate that they something is unwanted unneeded or um yeah like dense or there's a like more descriptive words that you can well, use a bad situation well it's a bad situation it's not retarded mm-hmm. yeah that's something unwanted right and that's only just because you know my son is special needs so that's the only reason why that that one gets me I, I get that every person... I think person you're intelligent enough to be able to describe a situation mm-hmm. in a way without having to rely on that word. Yeah, exactly. I, I, can, I can absolutely appreciate that perspective of, uh, you know, people don't know what it's like to be you and uh, sure. don't know what it's like to be your son and don't know what it's like to, you know, maybe uh, experience that word as a, as a derogatory thing. And usually I don't say anything. I just... Let it go. Uh, but it's just like, really? Eh, you could find something better. Yeah, and I get that. I, I just think that most people who uh, who use that word, just mm. like, uh, you know, we've been called out on the on the show for using the word gay before. Mm. And it's just like it, it doesn't, the offense doesn't make sense unless you have the experience to put it in perspective as a as a pejorative thing. Like when I say, when I, if I was to call someone gay, which I don't think I do very often, I usually use it like um, blatantly and ironically. And it Ben Nelson. It, well, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I wouldn't, if someone called me gay, I wouldn't take personal offense to it because there's just, that's not a, that's not a trigger word for me. No. I don't know. I don't know if I have a trigger word. I don't know what someone would call me that I would have that, that I would take genuine offense to it. But I think that if um, uh, I would be more inclined to take offense if someone really said, like, if you called me a racial slur, I really wouldn't bother me. If someone called DJ a racial slur in a genuine way that they were trying to put him down by but using anything that was Asian, that that yeah, that would really bother me. And I think it would probably bother you less than uh, yeah. it would than it would bother me. Right, but it's like you get defensive of, of the people that you care about and how those words might affect those people more sure. for me more than more than it would affect me. Mm-hmm. And so like I understand it from like the perspective of hey, I care about someone who might be offended by what you're saying. Like I think that that's a uh, a reasonable thing to to feel and think, mm-hmm. but I think that that's again just like uh in life based on your experiences, you might hear a word and feel nothing about it. You know, like if I if I heard this same word, I might have zero emotion because it doesn't connect to, to anything serious in my life. Yeah. Just like before, you know, like when you heard someone talk about cancer before your mom was sick, 
of you heard the word and you could kind of imagine what that was like. But until you go through that experience with someone else, now now it's different, right? Yeah. Now you can't hear that word without thinking of 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 things or the half dozen other women that I know are going through chemo right now, Mm -hmm. or have had recent uh, uh, double mastectomies because it came back and stuff like that. Uh, Just too many people. Right. So it's like, but it we, changed. It did change. I guess the only point is, you know, the words, uh, I, maybe I'm not offended by anything because there's very little in life to me that's like truly sacred, you know? Like, I try to keep an open mind. I do. What do you mean by that? I'll, I'll listen a little bit more before shooting my mouth off mm-hmm. um, and take what's being said in context and not getting offended about it still calling somebody out if what did you really mean by that Mm -hmm. it just i don't know taking a a more um tolerant approach uh granted there was a number of years ago that i would probably flip out because i i remember a number of years ago and we're kind of getting off where we were but that i was at a restaurant and ordering pizza and salad and whatever, and it came with the wrong dressing. And I berated this 17-year-old girl behind the counter over salad dressing. I mean, I ripped her completely apart, made her cry. And it was after that that I realized, what the, who the hell am I? I don't like that person I just was. So I made a conscious effort not to be that person. So with n- no swear note of September or, or whatever, okay, you've made a conscious decision to be a better person or take steps to be more than you are. And that's, I guess you could argue that perspective. For me, it's more of the fun of the challenge of like, hey, can I, can I do this? And it was fun to have, you know, when when I'm in the right company. But, uh, on October one, are you just going to go right back to effing this? I, and I mean, that? Ho- hopefully, I will have made some new habits that will serve me well. Right. In that so time. you're trying to advance yourself. But uh, but it's not, you know. I know that. Let's say when when my boss is around, those words don't come out because I just. There's respect. a different way that I think about this this person's yeah, interaction. It's, it's a respect thing, right? When my my mom's around, like my mom let us swear as kids. But she she asked us not to say the f word in front of her because she just didn't like it, mm-hmm. and so that holds pretty true to this day. That I will occasionally, you know, sometimes I'll swear in front. Of, my mom swears way more in front of me than I do in front of her, and uh, and but there are times where I'll still, you know, she's just she's a person. I'm really good friends with my mom now, so sometimes it just comes out in conversation because I'm just talking to this adult woman who is a friend and happens to be my mother. So sometimes she'll, she'll hear it that way, but it's like, I don't feel like I do myself a disservice by swearing. It's just kind of a, it's just kind of a fun thing. Well, and then, um, I had a thought, but it just went (laughs) straight out of my (laughs) head. But, uh, you know, I, I think that it's hard, it's hard for me to be offended by, by certain, like if, if I don't know if you're a religious person, um, spiritually agnostic how's that sure so you're not going to be offended if i say oh my god no but there are people in this world who would take that very seriously and that god's name in vain Mm -hmm. yeah exactly right 
So it's like that's that's real to them, but it's not that's not real to me. So, but I'm not going to do that on purpose to somebody that I know would react that way. Right. So so that's respect. So I would you know let's say that uh, <laughs> let's say that I thought the DJ was sensitive about his Asian heritage. Yeah, I probably wouldn't Stop make Asian, it up. Asian jokes in front of him <laughs> out of respect. And I know that you're sensitive to this word, so I wouldn't say that word in front of you out of out of respect. But if I did use that word, it would have nothing to do with any anything serious. I wouldn't have a, a certain person or situation or anyone in mind other than I'm probably trying to be funny and get a chuckle out of whoever's around when I if I were to use that word. And see, that's if if we just had that scenario, I'd probably just sit there and go and keep on moving. Mm-hmm. You know, not not like running away from you of oh my god you just you just oh, you're awful person but more like it's not worth getting extremely upset about mm-hmm. i i get why he used it but you know maybe that's just uh habit yeah i th- but i'm not going to sit there and berate you because of it you know well i think respect is important yeah. I want to feel like I uh, am usually am I am I a respectful person? I try and be. I think so. No, I'm. I wanted to talk to you about that. <laughs> <laughs> like actually, you know, a- well, after the show, we've got to talk. I mean, I don't know. I try and uh, I try and usually be respectful until someone gives me a reason not to. But uh, I know I don't do a perfect job of that all the time, especially in the morning. We need to talk. Sorry, world. No, you you generally are very respectful, and when you are uh, direct, you're as respectful as you can be when you're direct. I am the same kind of personality, so I'm not mocking it by any means. But no, you're you're very respectful to people. I was going to say something rude, but I'll just say thanks. You're welcome. Now shut up. <laughs> you're a midget, <laughs> little man. <laughs> Napoleon syndrome. You know, I really f- <laughs> I I wonder how many people who are you know I'm a short guy, but I don't feel insecure about it. I wonder how many people are my size and feel like I can imagine people who I've met who are short like me, who have that like that, that tall, that big man complex. Do you ever have a desire to like, man, if I was just taller, just for a moment, do you ever have that, that if I were taller thought? I do in the grocery store when I can't reach something. (laughs) See, I I live with someone who's even shorter than me. So in in our world at home, I get, yeah, she's like, will you help me grab this thing up the top shelf? It's like, "Ah." okay, get up on my shoulders. Hey, that's a good, that's a good idea. She's, she's uh, quite nimble. Yeah, she's uh, yoga and all that. She's quite nimble. Quite nimble. What's, what's a better word? She's acrobatic. She's She's limber. Athletic. Limber. She is limber. She's quite bendy. She's uh, bendy. Yeah, Yeah, that's, I like bendy. That's a good word. I like bendy. Bendy. So I I do get a feel tall. But I think in life of like, you know, when you think about instinctive human things and the leader of the tribe, for a very long time, you just follow the biggest, strongest dude around. No matter how smart or competent that person may or may not have been, that was just the leader. You just followed the big guy because he kept you safe. Hulk crush. So I can understand uh, people who have a, a desire to be larger. But man, I just don't have that. Just a little fella, it's okay. It's not a big deal. I uh, every now and then I look at like Pedro's hair and I'm like, man, that'd be pretty cool. Dude, have. I have serious <laughs> hair envy over uh, hair envy. Felipe, dude. Felipe has Felipe a has wonderful beautiful hair. head of hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there's a few guys around where I'm just like, man, I, I'm not mad that I'm bald. I don't mind that I'm bald. But I'm like, man, I like man, envy it every be, once be, in a while. Be, be nice to do that. Fabio. Yeah, um, I guess this did start with some beard envy in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But if you had a big beard, do you think you'd care? No. I I, I don't have beard envy other than, hey, you look good. You know, I want you to look good, right? I want your, your <laughs> friends to to look good and feel good about themselves and things like that. Well, I can't grow a beard, so if I tried, it would be awful. So I just don't even try. Be devastating. So, same thing if I tried to be tall. It's just awful. Yeah. Don't, don't even waste my time. I'm still just tiny. <laughs> they make penis pumps, so I'm I'm covered. <laughs> Do they work? I feel like if they worked, we'd all know already and have one. I was going to say, how, how would would you just wear like stilts or something? Yeah, I was sure. The, I am sure you were about to come yeah, with a serious, a serious that. penis pump. There's question. a trash can to your left. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how do you try to be tall? Like, I don't get it. It's a mental exercise close. more than anything else. Penis stilts. <laughs> do you get on stilts? Penis, stilts? The penis pump. Is that how it works? Did you say penis stilts? <laughs> What the hell are you thinking? Dude, if you're ever on a free fly team, that's the name. Penis. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Sticker. Yes. It's either oh, that no. or, or, or a pump You're going to make a penis stilt I'm sticker? I'm going to figure this out. Oh, I'll be happy to it's drop. It's the name of a, of, a, of a punk band. Yeah, that's good. Definitely yeah. be a punk band. You know, uh, a, a punk band, a local punk band in Salt Lake when I was growing up, Screaming Seaman. Nice. Very good. Mm-hmm. They were loud. Uh, <laughs> fascist <laughs> raccoons. Ooh, is like that a that real punk one. band? No. <laughs> that's, like, that's, that's the band I want to be in. Okay. Yeah. That's the band I want to okay. be in. It's like, I got all these up here. Broccoli <laughs> raccoons with the opener's penis yeah. stilts. We had Broccoli Shoeshine in high school. That was the name of the band. I'm like, Broccoli Shoeshine. What the? That's we, great. We yeah. had Crimson Harpoon. <laughs> Metal yeah. band hair guys. Nice. Crimson penis. Harpoon. <laughs> what is that? It's a band. And the, do you do you play music? You asked me about music. Are you a musician of any sort? I wish. I'm the lead singer for the penis stilts. <laughs> for the penis stilts. Yeah. Um, just, penis stilt monster over here. Just picture standing there with sticking out. It's still Oh gosh. Oh, and I digress, right? You know, you strike me as someone who'd be very stiff on stage. Ouch. (laughs) Just just another penis joke. Erect. Mm. Mm -hmm. Erect. We must erect a president. (laughs) Mom. And so we've completely lost it. (laughs) Hold on. DJ, you, you set a goal earlier this year to learn how to play the piano. I have gotten so derailed. Any progress? No, 100% no. I played, uh, I did play my keyboard once uh, a couple weeks ago. I, I, um, so this year has been just wonkers for me. It's been 2020. It's been, it's been, well, what's been weird is I've created a lot more business and gotten a lot more work. COVID gave me the opportunity to to find other avenues of of work and reinvention, reinvent the wheel because I needed one. And I have probably added 20 hours a week, a, wor- a week of work to my schedule. And now I had to go back and work what we're, we're back to normal capacity now with COVID, at least, at least as the rating center and Spaceland go, we're, we're operating pretty much normally. Um, uh, it, dude, it's, I've been so busy. I don't have much time to breathe, look backwards, think backwards. Asked this guy this morning when I kept him on a, on a chain the whole day. <laughs> hey, we got to go, dude. 
Hey, we got to come go on. Hey, hey, we're on a schedule. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. on schedule. I'm Camille this week. We got <laughs> Camille is the business manager. Business manager is a very fancy way to say babysitter. Hmm. I love. Ouch! Oh, dude, I love Ouch. telling her you're babysitting, aren't you? No, it just refers that I'm the baby. <laughs> you know, she's babysitting. <laughs> <laughs> You're far like, too excited. Not that. the baby. <laughs> uh, the guy who was late for his appointment yesterday. What appointment? Maybe it was yesterday. No, it was two days ago. Oh. That appointment. That appointment? Doctor's appointment? We don't we don't talk about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh man, the neck hole is something I want. So we, we gave birth. We got super oh, sidetracked with the neck hole. Thank oh goodness. my yeah. gosh. Okay. <laughs> we got super Let's sidetracked. Bring it, right, bring it right back. By giving birth through neck holes. And it all went downhill. It was there. it was snug on my head. It, it wasn't too tight, but I know I- any piece of clothing is going to have minor variances. And the tighter jerseys I have, it's definitely like, ooh, okay, I got to get it through. The first time or two, it's tight enough on my head Can that I, I keep actually my have, ears? To, have to break it down just a little bit as the jersey gives away. It fits on my head better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I can't do well at all with the Series 2 jerseys, as much as I love them, is I can't put them on a hanger. Unless I basically take the hanger and put it in the shirt a weird way or from Dude, the bottom I, up. I hang the all bottom. of my shirts that way because mm-hmm. I hate stretching out the neck hole on a shirt. Yeah. It drives me mm-hmm. crazy. So I got my new TRC jerseys in. And uh, first of all, if it's a short sleeve shirt, you just pass it through this thing and is that pick it up okay. and try it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So um, what you're telling me is that with Series 3, you could put it on a hanger, hanger yeah. through easier. the neck. Yeah, I actually <laughs> hung up my new TRC jersey, and one of my goals was to actually see if I could put the hanger on it comfortably. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's still a nice, tight fit. And I say tight fit, it's a close fit to your neck. It can't be super big, so I have to slide the hanger all the way in one side, and then it easily fits in with zero stretch and then pops back over. So without stretching the collar, I'm so able to move in it In other around. words, I have succeeded in creating something that is more functional. Well, we're going to see if the jersey comes off a Hank after we put it over his head, and then we'll make that determination. Hey, he does have a pretty big head. Yeah. He's like a pit bull. So, yeah. um, so no, I, I really love it. The, the 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 neck hole is so much better. That little gasket, I, I like it because it's a uh, that little head. You know the flat. Well, right yeah, here? the flat part. It's, yeah. a, it's a great place to put branding. Yeah, unless the dude's you know. got a beard. Normally, my beard would cover that part of the collar. Well, that's true. Yeah, but you're you're kind so of for right now. Point. One percent of the population, it's going to be totally wasted space for the men. <laughs> you know, we we had the, we had the uh, you know lumberjack look was really popular. What last year? Mm-hmm. Oh, and then they all had to shave it off because of COVID or something. Or yeah, <laughs> something. And then we went to the dude. There was a point where beards and dad bods were the rage. I was cool for about three months. Yeah. So I, I had like, dude, I'm walking around going beards and bod dads. I look at me, bro. Like, oh, gee, I'm on. Yeah, I'm on. Uh, we're not cool anymore. I had to learn Friday Junior today. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Was that on the show or before the show? <laughs> no, that was a post on uh, social media. No, but no, we, the conversation. Were we talking about uh, that before the show? No, he texted me. He's like, is that a thing? <laughs> Well, did we, we've had this conversation already inside this show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think the show was happening then. When oh. we were talking about Friday Junior, that was before the show. I don't know. Friday Junior is still the stupid. Whether we talked about it bef- on the show or not, Friday <laughs> Junior is the stupidest thing about You're stupid. <laughs> well, you're TJ really likes it. See you next Friday Junior. <laughs> but overall, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Honestly, you know, I'm really glad to be here. Because I really enjoy your company, 
and bringing you gifts. And, and I'm excited about dinner tomorrow. Yes, I'm going to actually cook. Yay. Oh, you're inviting Northern, dinner Northern New Mexico uh, soul food. Where, where? Where's dinner tomorrow? Right here. Come. New Mexico. New Mexican? New Mexican. New Mexican soul food. Polish Northern New Mexico soul food. Soul food. Oh, I'm so excited. And you yeah. can make a vegan wow. option. And I'm going to mm. make you a vegan. I am going to make you a vegan option. Yeah, we're going to use vegan beef. <laughs> vegan beef. <laughs> yes. Well, and you can vegan get like, chicken. A, a, like a soy product if you need something for that. Black beans. Have you ever had yeah, a tofurkey? Yeah, super processed mm. that's going to up your estrogen. <laughs> I don't mind if my estrogen is a little higher. <laughs> I've noticed your boobs are getting bigger. Oh, thank you. <laughs> tofu, a lot of huh? <laughs> Segway. <laughs> anyway. Now, the other part. Ooh, mm. half my headphone just disappeared. It'll come back. Okay. Uh, oh, don't worry about it. Else, I'm okay. I'm really, so I'm really excited to actually go get out of an airplane on Friday. Yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. tomorrow. I get to go skydive tomorrow. Hey, by the way, Hank, I need a favor. Yeah, <laughs> Hank. Can you take me for a skydive, dude? Yeah. I've just got a few jumps, nine thousand. Uh, you know. <laughs> That's so exciting. Two years ago was the last one. Three years De- ago? December, almost two years ago. Yeah. Because, you know, year of mom passing and then COVID kind of just had other priorities. Mm-hmm. And that was oh, not gonna one of It's going to feel so them. good. Oh, yeah. I'm going to, yeah. Is this the longest uh, layoff you've had since you started oh, yeah. jumping? Oh, yeah. Yeah. In what, almost 30 years? And, you know, it's easily doing... Well, when I was out in California, it was like, you know, over 300 jumps a year. But then at a small drop zone in New Mexico, you know, and making trips out, 100, 100 a year plus, whichever. But uh, so this is the, the longest layoff, layoff that I've had. Well, let's send it tomorrow. The weather looks great. Let's send it. Mm-hmm. Dude, the weather this weekend, weekend looks pretty good. Yeah, Man, awesome. it looks good for today. And that was wrong. Was there any loads mm. to today? We didn't fly at all. No, nope. not since uh, Sunday when this uh, whole tropical depression moved in. See, I was thinking I was going to get here and actually get to experience my first hurricane. <laughs> my mom just got to experience her first. Hurricane. I was going to buy beer. I was ready to buy <laughs> beer. Yeah, because it was going to be my first. And hurricane parties are a thing. Like you buy a lot of booze and you just yeah. sit at somebody's house sit and, and then just it's a hurricane let party. Let it roll. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It, uh, Partly cloudy and 80-ish degrees all day. It's Houston really? weather forecast. I don't believe it. No matter what, I don't believe it. Well, it's it's yeah. Uh, Lawyers and, and weathermen are paid to lie. Baseball players and weathermen both have a 30% success rate and are considered awesome at their job. Yep. Hey, ma'am, sorry I didn't bring your uh, son back from his tandem Scott. If I bring about like 40% of them back, I'm pretty dang good. I'm considered like the Hank Aaron. Like, no, I got it. I don't no, know. I used, to, I used to reassure yeah, I parents that, that we're sending their kids on tandems. Fun. I always say, well, you know, I'm going to bring your, I'm going to bring your son or daughter back in at least two pieces, <laughs> and that, you know, usually they had to think about that for a second, and then they laughed, and it <laughs> delayed it, laugh. It just, it just, it, it removed some tension because they knew I was absolutely kidding. Mm-hmm. It was great. <laughs> it made it work, uh, man. At some point, we're going to turn Nick into a pumpkin. We need to get Nick out of here. Um, it really is actually getting late. Last night, uh, Adam flew in super late. Uh, not really flew in late as much as flight delayed, car rental delays. We were up super late catching up, 
And I'm about to pass out. I'm going Are to you passing out? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to sleep, man. So I uh, hate to cut it. Hate to call it a wrap. Um, Adam, uh, guys and gals, check out Option Studios. Uh, PullUpCords.com right now is where you can see a lot of the latest and greatest. And then OptionStudios.com is coming very soon. Yes. Um, the Series 3 jerseys are absolutely dope. They're, they're, they're fly. They're great. Um, These are the best things that anybody's seen in, in skydiving yeah. right now as far as jerseys. If you look at anything that the Rating Center does, if you do it, look at anything the Gravity Lab Radio does, all our graphic design is done by uh, Adam Buckner, except one thing, um, our original TRC logo was done by me. That shows you how mm-hmm. awesome my mm-hmm. graphic design skill is not. Um, from there, even the modern version of the TRC logo is modified by Adam. So he, he has done everything that to, to me is a good testament of, of his work because I think we've had a little bit of everything, uh, nice, fancy, not fancy, crazy looking, goofy looking. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, he does a bit of it all. So please, please check him out. Adam, anything else you want to tell your friends, family about breaking uh, Mike stands in my office? <laughs> I didn't break it. This that was Nick. Uh, the only thing that, um, I've got going right now is... We do have retail jerseys, but moreover, check out the Jump for the Rose jerseys and, and neck buffs. Order them. You know, do uh, uh, a little bit to raise some money for the Rose. All the proceeds go to um, the Rose, and that's pullupcords.com. Go to our store. Buy two, buy ten. Uh, everything goes to the Rose. Please. Mr. P, what you got? That's it. Son of a biscuit. You what is there. the word to end the show tonight? Elsa. <laughs> You're going to say play that funky music? White girl, play that funky music. <laughs> Guys and gals, Gravity Lab Radio. This has been Adam Buckner. Next week we have uh, Cecily Ketchum from Lexington as a town, uh, Texas Skydiving. We will catch you guys next week. Adam, thank you for being here. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I tell you to go home, but you're staying with me. I know. <laughs> Do we keep talking? You just hit yourself with the microphone again. I saw that one. Uh, He likes it. Will that fit in your mouth? Ow, that one hurt. That's how we got onto tasty microphones, because I hit myself in the mouth when we were talking about something else. We were talking about uh, neck holes, and I hit myself with a microphone.